Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 86 of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And, of course, it is Tuesday. We always come to you live on the air weekly, every Tuesday night. However, our start time is not the usual time. We're starting at a later time tonight. There were some uh there were some incidents which did occur that postponed the show. And therefore we're coming to you two hours later, ten o'clock PM on December the first, Tuesday night. And we're excited because in spite of the postponement, the show is still going on. So that says a lot about purpose, right? One thing you cannot do is prevent purpose. When there is a purpose that must be fulfilled regardless of what occurs, the purpose will still be fulfilled. So I'm here tonight to say we are still going to have our show as we did schedule. For this evening, we will have, as the feature artist in the spotlight, none other than Master Scribe, otherwise known as Mr. Boston, otherwise known as Sir Jeffrey Sanders. And he's also called the Poetic Messenger. And for those of you who are well acquainted with the Exceptional Scribble Show, you know that every week, we come with a fresh topic and a fresh focus or focus word. And for tonight, our topic is self-publishing. Is it worth the challenges or is it the best option? And our focus is published books by none other than Master Scribe, Sir Jeffrey A. Sanders, Sr. So for those of you who came prepared to learn and to aspire to a higher level of understanding as for the literary arts, you have tuned into the right show. You will get that and nothing less. You will learn something that you were not already or previously taught, something that you were all something that you were not already enlightened about, you're going to be enlightened about. So please take out your notepads, iPads, uh, your scribble, scribble tools, whether it be a pen, whether it be a pencil or a crayon or a marker. Take them out. Now is the time to prepare yourself to learn. We are an educational platform, and we are pro-education on this show. 
So whenever you tune in, just know it's all about learning. Each one teach one. Each one reach one. So let us spread this knowledge. Do not be a hoarder when it comes to information. Don't hoard. When it comes to information, divide it. Distribute it. Share it. Spread the word. Don't keep it to yourself because someone needs to know what you've been privileged to know. And you were not privileged to acquire this knowledge for you to hoard it and keep it to yourself. It's only good when you share it with someone else. So it's all about the village uniting and strengthening itself, healing itself, and then we can say it's on the mend and it's in rebuilding mode. For far too long, our village has been sickly and weak and in need of much repair. So now it's that time. It's that time where we need to rise to the occasion and say, I know that I'm here for a purpose. And if you are a literary artist or if you are a scribbler or scribe, it is your call to duty right now, not when you get rich, for those of you who are on that path, striving to get rich, not when you get old, for those of you who are young and you feel that, you know, I'm in my heyday in in my youth, so let me, uh, you know, do my own thing and not be concerned with the affairs of the world. Well, let me tell you this. You've been gifted. You have a divine calling as a scribe or scribbler. And your calling is an appointment. You have a call to do tea. You have a mission to fulfill. There's a work to be done. And you don't have to look far. It starts within your home. Charity starts at home. Start right there. Someone needs to foster those literacy skills that you have, which are strengthened and strengthened to continue on being strong as long as you keep them in practice. So for those of you who write, keep writing. Continue to write. Don't stop. Don't put your pen or pencils down. It doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter what time it is. If you have time, make some time to write something. If you know you have been gifted to write and you will see your talent, your gift of literary art flourish into full bloom. But you've got to practice. You've got to utilize that gift. And don't let anyone make you second-guess yourself. You know if you're a writer, you're a bona fide writer or scribbler or scribe, you know what you can do. Maximize your potential. Allow for it to grow and to reach its acme, its highest peak, and that takes 
collaboration. You have to be willing to collab with others whom are scribes, poets, novelists, journalists, writers of various genres. And open that door and keep that door open because you have much to give. And someone is waiting. Someone out there is interested. Someone out there needs to know. Someone out there needs your inspiration. And you can inspire them. And with that being said, before we get started, I'm going to give Master Scribe some time to kind of wiggle his toes, to recline for a moment before we go in full throttle tonight with the exclusive interview hour with Master Scribe. And I want to say to all, I see a lot of callers are calling in. I want to thank everyone for uh, calling in tonight because, yes, we are still on for tonight. We have Master Scribe in the Exceptional Scribble Show House. So for those of you who have joined us tonight, welcome. We're just starting at a later time, 10 p.m., and it's quite all right. It feels good. I must say so myself. So we're going to listen to some music tonight as we await Master Scribe's interview tonight. We're privileged, everyone. And just remember, it's never too late for change. Change will come. Take those boots off the shelf. Wipe that dust off the cell. Even if you've been through hell, you're bad. It's time to separate the men from the boys and the women from the girls and the tools from the toys. Freaking out, just relax. Hey, before it gets too late, before the night is over, before the world's away, everything will change. Hey, feel it coming on, starting Burns, but you keep moving on. You got to push on like you're leaving the nation. Got to make the best out of this situation. Get your hands up like it's a celebration as you keep moving on.
off the shelf Wipe that dust off yourself Even if you've been through hell You're back Yes, and yes, and yes. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode 86 of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And we are honored to have in our in our studio on tonight a very special guest, one who I refer to as Master Scribe, and he has earned that. I definitely do not give a title to anyone unless they have they did merit it. So I'm going to now turn the spotlight onto the feature artist. We have Sir Jeffrey A. Sanders Sr. with us tonight, and what I want to say before. Um, I hand the mic over to him as the following. Uh, We did have an emergency which caused our show to be postponed from its regular time. So we're coming to you live two hours later than our initial time, which is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But I see we have a lot of fans, Sir Jeffrey A. Sanders, a.k.a. Mr. Boston and Master Scribe. You have a lot of loyalists. And also, um, I believe I see Mr. DSR as well, and he wants you to know that he's here showing you his full support. Of course, you are part of the DSR family. I do want to make that announcement public to everyone tuning in. And so at this time, without any further ado, I'm rolling the red carpet, and I am turning the spotlight on to our special guest who is the feature artist for the evening. Welcome to the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show, Master Scribe, Mr. Boston. How's everybody doing tonight? It's a it's a blessing to be here. On this in this building, you know you sometimes you have to come to a gunfight with a with a water gun. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So when you come with a water gun, you wash off them ears. You know what I'm saying? You wash them brains out and everything. Mm, right. I love so, that. Yes. Wash yeah, out them ears and wash out them brains. <laughs> I follow you. 
Yeah, yes. it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful day to be out here with you, Francine, you know, even though you had the little call back, but that's all right. That's why my middle name is Patience, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's why things work out just perfectly like they're supposed to, you know. There's beautiful. nothing that can stop us when the, when, the, when, the, when the heavens open up and say, hey, it's time to do this thing, but well, then we have to come and do this thing, you know. There ain't no stopping us now, you know. Yes, so indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I want to thank you for being a man of your word and in spite of changes. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I played that song at the beginning of the show. And for everyone that was tuning in, that song was entitled uh, Change by Gavin DeGraw. Everything Will Change by Gavin DeGraw. And I did post the link on the events page, the Exceptional Scribble Show episode 86 events page, which is on Facebook. So for those of you who visit the page, you'll find a lot of goodies there. There's a lot of um, fabulous information featured about our future artists in the spotlight, along with just a lot of good things there. Um, a lot of other artists, such as, I believe, our brother um, and King Ibiani Lockhart has posted some poetry, and he always attaches with his poetry phenomenal art. He always displays a phenomenal art illustration that helps to give emphasis to the meaning of his poetry. So I do want everyone to uh, please visit the events page. A lot is there that you will find uh, quite inspiring and thank you uh, again, Master Scribe, for just being flexible and being a Master Scribe is just that. One whose ink, it's not conditional ink. It doesn't matter what time or season you're in. Your ink transcends time. Your ink is timeless. And and that's a rarity. Sometimes people are writers for a specific or certain dispensation or era, but you're a master scribe. You're above era, and you're above just a distinguished decade. You're all about eternity and infinity. So I so bless your ink tonight and your pen, and I'm just going to extend the mic now your way and ask you to just share whatever you have uh, first and foremost, that you once said from your heart to our listening audience, and then we'll take it from there and do a Q&A question and answer for Matt interview. Wow. Wow. That's, <laughs> wow, you just, <laughs> you just um, stunned, you know, to be able to come aboard in such a way, you know, that, <laughs> It's a beautiful thing to be able to uh, sit, you know, and talk about all the good things that have gone on in my life and all the bad things that I've done in my life, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I paid my debt to society, but, you know, today, when I look back over the months and years and stuff, you know, I've my life to another level, and I I think that God has touched me in a way that he sent me back to this earth 
for a purpose, and I'm trying to fulfill that purpose. Mm-hmm. I think so, and I try to fill it the best way I can, you know. And in the process, I get a lot of things that try to turn me around. But you know, I got to call that evil spirit. Tell that evil spirit he's a liar. You can't, you can't stop me. And there's so many things that's happened on my Facebook, and I've closed so many Facebook pages and mm. reopened Facebook pages because of the fact that. People don't like what I say or don't like what I do, but it's all good, though, because it's not going to deter me from doing what God has sent me back to this earth for. And that's just the bottom line. You know, you can sit and do whatever you want to do to stop me, but you can't stop me. Mm. No, you can't do it. You can't do it. So, you know, Mm. whatever the case may be, you know, but I've, you know, I... I've had some tough times in my life, you know. Um, been through two marriages and been through bad relationships and mm-hmm. been in the, in the game and been a gang member, been a drug dealer, been a, been a credit card swiper, you know. Uh, different stuff, you know, that got me into trouble, not once but twice, you know. And I've had so much stuff on my plate. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've just done so many things that an average person wouldn't do. And we sit mm-hmm. back and we reminisce over that and we reflect on that stuff. And every day I, I reach back, you know, just to see how far I came today, you know. Right. Um, and it's a beautiful thing because I'm, I'm, I'm wiser, I'm smarter. And mm-hmm. I do things when I think different, you know, and... And hopefully my story will make somebody else that's going through something that has been locked up and come home and don't know what direction to go or, you know, don't know what to do, you know. And I extend my hand to each and every one of you who've been incarcerated, you know. Um, But the key focus here is, when you come out of incarceration, you need to move on to another environment. And, you know, when you know you're coming home, you already should have stuff in, in the makings in your brain that you want to do better. Because we come out, you know, we go to prison and we learn what we have been doing. We learn a little better and we add a little something to it and a little more game to it if you want to call it a game. And, but you don't ever think about the woman that you left behind or the children that you left behind, you know, the mother, the father, you know, Mm. uh, but yet you want to go back to the same people and deal with the same people that didn't do nothing for you while you was locked up, but yet they say they your homies, you know. So I'm just saying to you out there, you you need to change environments. You need to change the company you keep. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you go right back. So with that being said, let me go forward here a little bit. Let me okay. tell you about okay. my little situation here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I consider myself a self-made man. Mm-hmm. And then again, I don't consider myself a self-made man because everything that made me came from my father mm. and my grandfather, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
My father taught me a lot of values. My father taught me a lot of wisdom. He gave me a lot of knowledge. And some of that knowledge that my father has given me and some of that wisdom my father has given me, you see on Facebook daily. Mm. And so, you know, I decided that my, my father had always told me that never, ever put your hands on a woman. Well, my father was a drinker and a gambler, and my father mm. played the horses all week long. Mm. And uh, he could have did that because he had his own business, and, he, you know, he had his own line service, and he had his own sheetrock company. Um, so he could do whatever he want, but... The fact of the matter is he came home drunk one day and he hit my mother. Mm-hmm. And the light came on in me and I decided that you're not going to hit my mother. My mother birthed me. I love my mother. Mm-hmm. So I t- told my father, I said, look, if you put your hands on my mother again, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he said, there's two things you can do. You can take an ass whooping or you can pack your stuff and leave. Mm. Mind you, I was 13 years old, so I left. Mm-hmm. I left. And um, I went to stay with my grandmother for about six months, maybe seven. And then I journeyed from there, and I journeyed into San Diego. And I was in San Diego for a while when my first child was born. Mm. And I was... Uh, how old? And how old were you when you became a father was, for the first time? I was 14 years old when I came, became a father mm. for the first time. I was 14 years old, mm-hmm. and um, believe it or not, the girl's mother hid, the, hid my child from me, hid her from me. I mm-hmm. saw my child uh, approximately four times. Mm-hmm. From the time she was birthed until the time I saw her again. So with all the years passing and stuff like that, I one day my mother was in the store, and my daughter walked up to her. She says, you look just like my daddy. Mm-hmm. And my mother asked her, who is your daddy? And she said, Jeffrey is my daddy. Wow. And my mother broke down and cried. She called me from where she was at. Mm-hmm. And... Me and my daughter reconnected, and you know that's my 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 child, my daughter, my buddy, my mm-hmm. compadre. You know my rider. You know <laughs> it's, it's 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 amazing. You know wow. to reconnect and not have no uh, mm-hmm. fallout from it. You right. Know? Then I ended up uh, going to the service and. Um, I lost contact with her then again because what I did in the service was everything was very based around a very secretive security thing. Mm-hmm. So I lost contact with her. And then um, I reconnected with her after I got out of the service. Mm-hmm. But in that process, in that process, you know, when you when we came home, when we came home from Nam, you know, we wasn't very welcome. Mm-hmm. The, the whole establishment was against us. We couldn't find jobs. We couldn't get jobs. Nobody was hiring us. They say we was all crazy. They say we was all shell shocked. And so the only thing I had to revert to was my knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I I did did what everybody else did. 
you know, I did the, wherever there was quick money at, that's where we went and did. So I got into the drug game, and I was in the drug game for a long time. I was gangbanging for a long time. You know, a matter of fact, I was in that game for 25 years. And, um, to and be honest, are I you, I have a question. Are you able to uh, give us a little description about the kind of gang that you were involved in and um, even what part of, was this California? Yeah, California, okay. Arizona, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Oklahoma. Mm. And um, I had, um, I happened to get lucky, and I know all of y'all have heard of Freeway Ricky Ross. Yes. Okay. Me and Freeway Ricky Ross were buddies. And um, I was one of his go-between men, one of his bag men. I would collect all the money. I would transport drugs, cocaine across state borders. and. So you were a transporter? Yes. Wow. Yes. Made a lot of money doing it. Made a lot, a lot of money. And it's a lot of money to be made, but... You take risks. Risks, yes. Any given time, High risk. Yeah, any given time, oh yeah. God. Somebody will try to rob you. Somebody will kill you. You know, somebody might even grab your girlfriend and hold her hostage, you know, mm-hmm. just to get you. So I just happened to be dating a woman that um, had made it. I was in Oklahoma, and she made a delivery for me. At least I thought she made the delivery for me. Mm-hmm. But all the time for uh, three years, I was sleeping with the enemy, believe it or not. I was sleeping with a DEA agent, mm. and uh, they had the goods on me for real, real. My, my, my. And so, yeah, they set me up clean coal. I, um, one day I was called to make a delivery, and I I really broke my own rules because I never went outside of the house to sell anything uh, from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night. So I broke my own rules. Mm-hmm. And I got I got caught up in a, in a sting, and I got arrested. I lost my apartment building, my house, my truck, my all clothes, all my jewelry. You know, they cleaned out my bank accounts, and... I ended up going to the federal penitentiary, which I got sentenced to 460 months, believe it or not, Mm 30-plus years. And I actually gave up on life at that minute because I knew I wasn't going to see daylight again. I wasn't going to see freedom again. So I Mm -hmm. actually gave up on life, and my son drove every weekend 700 miles one way. 700, mm. one way, every weekend. And I just told him, I said, man, you know, you need to stop driving up here and and you need to stop worrying about me. I'm going to be okay, you know, because I don't want you to see me locked up like this in this cage like this because I'm going to turn right. into something that you're not going to never, ever recognize again. So um, what transpired was, is he kept coming, he kept talking, he kept coming to see me, and he just told me, he said, Daddy, you know what? We're going to get through this thing. And ain't nobody going to be able to tell you nothing. You're going to get through this thing. 
So he um, started church checking some legal stuff, and he was bringing me in legal stuff, information. And so I requested to the court that I be let go to the law library and that they afford me stamps, paper, pencils, and envelopes. So I really filed an appeal, and my first appeal was turned down, my second appeal was turned down, and I thought my third appeal was going to be turned down. But fortunately, God was on my side, and here I sit today. You know, mind you, that the five years that I did spend behind bars, I, I was in the hole for two years, and out of those two years, I saw sunlight maybe five times, maybe. And mm-hmm. their intent was, they, they, they would tell me every day, our intent is we're going to break you. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to break you. So every day I did the push-ups. I did the sit-ups. You know, I did the squats. Mm-hmm. I did the leg lifts. And at the same time, I had to pay a dollar per page for a dictionary to be smuggled in to my holding cell. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get no books, no paper, no nothing. And so I paid a dollar. And that's when I learned that I had this gift. I wrote all on their walls. I scrubbed into their floors. I wrote on their sheets. I wrote on their wall lockers. I wrote on their food plates. I wrote on everything. And finally, one morning they came and got me, and they said, you going to court. And I said, going to court? I said, yeah, your appeal came through. And I went to court, and I just happened to have a black judge. Hmm. And when I walked in, he said, I don't care what the government did. I don't want to know what the government did, but they did something wrong, and they did you unjust. He said, I want you to stand here today and tell me that you knew you was breaking the law. And I said, if I tell you that, mm-hmm. then you're going to refile my case, and I'm going to get some more time. And he said, if you don't tell me, and don't admit it, well, then I'm not going to sign this paper. <laughs> and so I admitted it, and he said, I'm signing the release order for you. You should be getting your papers for release in four to six weeks. A week mm-hmm. later, I got my release papers. And here you see me sit today doing what I do best, what I love to do. Yes, right. indeed. Speak to my people step to my people and try to open up minds, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Mm, outstanding. Well, I tell you, we are so grateful, very, very grateful for you. We uh, definitely honor our our maker, the creator, and he gives us more than just a second chance in our lives to do the right thing and, and, just hearing your testimonial uh, confirms how it was in your mind to do the right thing. In spite of the wrong decisions that were made, it was ultimately your desire to do the right thing that did avail. So to anyone out there that's tuning in, that's hearing this show tonight and hearing the interview uh, with Master Scribe, which is now underway, 
just know he is a living witness that if in your mind you truly desire to do the right thing, you will have the opportunity. When he received release papers and when he was given the opportunity to start his life over again, he did the right thing. And that's why we're interviewing him right now. So never think Never think that you can't make right your wrongs. Everyone is given an opportunity, whether it's once in your life, whether it comes around twice, whether it comes around three times. But when that opportunity knocks, answer to it. When that call is made, heed to that call because it is your freedom it is your rites of passage to freedom, and nothing is worth you missing out that opportunity to experience life by way of liberty. It is something that you were born to inherit, your freedom. So let no one make you think that you're not worthy let no one make you think that, oh, you'll never have that privilege to make amends. Yes, you can. And yes, you will. It's all a matter of time. Be patient, be persistent, and stay positive. Because a lot of negativity is it's ever-growing in our universe. However, light and truth, which are positive forces, will always be on your side when you make that choice from within. I want to do better. Why? Because I can. And I know that my life has purpose, as we heard Master Scribes say. He is here to fulfill his purpose. And Master Scribe, if you can just touch on who, maybe someone that you met while you were incarcerated, someone said something to you and it just really revolutionized your mind. It was a turning point. Could you just touch on that for everyone? Um, let's see. Not really, you know, not really. Okay. I really, or maybe I something you did, something you wrote, something you read. Sometimes it's not always a, a, a physical person per se. It could be nature itself. Maybe one day you woke up and you just saw the world different. Something you heard, you know, something happened. You, you know, know. You know, Malcolm X. Malcolm X and Malcolm X is my man. And I read, I read a lot of stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, from him, you know, you, so, you know, he just changed my life, you know, he's just like, he's so charismatic, and I try to think like him, and so, you know, he was so, um, move, and so good with his words, and you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yes, indeed. And that's what, and that's what, you know, helped me, you know, get to where I'm at today. Hmm. Outstanding. There's always 
someone or something out there for us to inspire us to think ahead or to aspire to grow beyond wherever we currently now stand. Um, yeah. Also, who would you give credit to as for you uh, embracing the gift to write? Who would you give credit uh, oh God, to as being God. a leader, a mentor, a teacher, a nurturer in that regard? God. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Master Scribe, you you mentioned about what you did, and um, even having met a celebrity and uh, and freeway. Rick Roth and Rick Roth, I believe now is still incarcerated. No, he's out now. Oh, he is. Yes, he is. Hmm. Okay. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's out. Hmm. Definitely. He has his. Uh, matter of fact, he has his own recording studio. He has okay. his own. He has. He he. Uh, he has a book out. He has a movie out. He does a lot of. He's doing a lot of those things right now. You know, mm. um, he's doing a lot of things for the community. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's so. turning that negative around into a positive. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's yes, good to know. Yeah. Well, can you also touch on? Because I believe we we had a conversation in the past, and you made mention of how you met. Tupac, and when he was still alive, and some things about him that you found that were admirable. If you can kind of just share with everyone what that experience was like, and um, what things maybe he might have said that uh, still resonates with you today. Um, you know, the, the experience just being, you know. Um, um, around him, you know, and being able to uh, uh, speak to him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a good. It was. It was. It was a. It was a good uh, vibe because you know the man was just so real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so real. You know and. You know, the man was so good. He'd come out and hang out with us and just chill with us and, you know, um, just, you know, do the things regular people do. You know, he just so cool. He would sit out there and rap and, you know, and try to teach us how to rap. And, you know, he wasn't really a gangster like everybody think he was. Okay. You know, he wasn't really that. He was cool and he would. You know, he would always do something for the little kids. And, mm. like, when he he would run across little pregnant women, you know what I'm saying? He would mm-hmm. give them a little, little change, you know what I'm saying? If they needed diapers, he would give them change, you know. Mm. One day he came through, he came through, and uh, he brought all kind of food and groceries and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, and... Uh, he was a, a humanitarian, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of people made him look like uh, he was a, a bad dude, gangster. Thought, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But that was that's what that's what the media always do. 
You know mm. what I'm saying? When you're talking when you're talking out against what's going on in right. in, the, in the neighborhoods and stuff, you know, a lot of people don't even understand and relate can't relate to his music. You know, mm. they really can't. Because he's mm. just so real and so deep. Because he talks about everything that goes on in and around our cities, across the nation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. He was like that news reporter that didn't mind telling you exactly what did happen, where it happened, and who was responsible for it happening. We right. have, you know, these wannabe news reporters today. They will censor a real story. They're not going to tell you the the raw facts. And a matter of fact, many of them are paid not to tell us the raw facts and to yeah, censor what is true. So, you know, he was the he was the real deal. He was a news reporter. His his ears were open to what was happening and going on in our streets and in our communities. And he did not mind using the platform that he had as an artist, as a musician, as a rapper, as a poet, and as a prophet to declare and proclaim what was to come as well as what was real and what was going on. And another artist comes to mind, Marvin Gaye. What, What are your thoughts about Marvin Gaye? Let me just tell you about... Let me tell you about Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye was so prolific. He was really before his time. I just, I happened to be, when Marvin Gaye uh, died, I just happened to be working at Forest Hill and uh, 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 Forest Lot in Hollywood when Mm -hmm. they brought him in, when they brought the body in. And it was amazing how... People treated him and, 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 and did him, you know. It's amazing. Everybody wants something from him. Everybody wanted to do everything for him. And Barry had to, Barry Gordy had to actually take and tell them that he was going to do this funeral, mm. you know. Everybody's fighting over who's going to do what and who's getting what, you mm. know, ex-wives mm-hmm. and you know, uh, everybody was just trying to take everything, but the man was left with nothing because everybody else owned his recording. He didn't own none of his stuff, and everybody else owned it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Barry Barry just took him, and he brought in a, a chinchilla coat and dressed him up nice and got him a nice casket and and invited they had a the uh a regular funeral and then they had a funeral for the stars and I just happened to be at both of them. You know. It's a beautiful beautiful funeral, but the thing of it is everybody wants something from him, you know what I'm saying? That didn't want to be bothered with him when he was alive. Mm. Mm mm. And and do you notice that that happens quite often with artists? It's not yeah. until after their death that they're fully or truly, fully acknowledged and truly appreciated as for their artistry. Yeah. How yeah. very tragic that is. Yeah, it's very tragic. Very, very tragic. You know, well, so. Master Scribe, we have a lineup of callers. 
I'm going to ask you, would you like to give us a poem first before we cater to our callers, or would you like for me to just go into um, opening the mics and having our callers to converse with you at this time? Which do you prefer, you or the artist, feature artist in the spotlight? Okay, I'm going to give you a poem. Okay, outstanding. And the poem is called, let me remember, I Am Definable, Indefinable. I sit by myself and think, who am I? It should be easy to define a solid definition that is mine, but the honest truth is that it cannot be because there are several words that make up who I am and make me, me. I am a man with great strength, a man with perseverance. I am a man who has been judged and oppressed because of my city and my educational problems because where I am from, this place we call home, yet I'm Mm. a man with intelligence. I'm a man with drive because to be driven means to not let obstacles and challenges stop me from getting an education, building great relationships, and from living. I'm a man of distinction because of hard work, sweat, and much patience. Because a man of distinction means to be selfless and always be given which has no extinction. I'm a man who can be unstoppable because being a successful black man is achievable. So as you see, there is no single word that defines me in a dictionary because I am a man of many words. I am indefinable. That was the piece. I am indefinable. Wow. That was a powerful piece. And I'm going to ask you, because I'm curious, was that a freestyle delivery? That was a freestyle delivery. I felt that. <laughs> I was like, oh, he done dropped it already. I didn't even have to ask for it. He did a freestyle. The first poem was a freestyle. I so loved it, Master Scribe. That was awesome. I'm going to that first piece, open. That oh, that piece actually was that, uh, um, a piece that I had written in prison. And mm. I put it in memory, and you got it from my memory, and I'm just like, okay, if they understood what I said, I came out of this pen, and I made <laughs> myself undefinable, and can't nobody stop me. That's right. That's exactly what you did. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wow. That's one of those times when you you know that's a masterpiece. That's a masterpiece. And no one's going to be able to successfully mimic it quite the way you nope. delivered it. No, nope. no. Nope. Wonderful. I try to put my heart. I try to put my heart and soul in my rights, you know. And at the same time, to try to deliver a message mm-hmm. to those who are listening. That's the goal. Well, you definitely did that, and you did it well. What I'm going to do now is go to, we have Mr. DSR on the mic tonight, visiting 
to show his love and support for one of his own, a member of his family. He is the producer, of course. Mr. DSR is the producer of DSR, and I'm talking about none other than Mr. I call him the Magi Poet, Mr. Kane Spade. Welcome, Mr. Spade. I appreciate the welcome. Thank you, Francine, (laughs) for that introduction. And uh, I want to shout out. There goes my boss. (laughs) That's my man right there, y'all. That's my man right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just want to give a shout-out to Exceptional Scribble for featuring one of my protégés, one of my members. All right. Crowds on Sundays, Full Purpose Pen, you know, Mm -hmm. Mr. Boston, the freestyle teacher on the cypher. And I'm going to call him the uh, lyrical professor on this feature today. <laughs> wow. Thank you, man. Appreciate the support, Thanks. man. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome, man. Definitely congratulations on your feature, man. I was, I'm was, i sitting here, and I'm absorbing mm-hmm. everything you, uh, you're giving the listeners about your life history in the past, man. That was really deep mm-hmm. you know yeah. i had no idea you knew the uh the real rick ross yes i did <laughs> no not the rap That's my running buddy That's my running buddy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and uh i do know about his uh his movements and what he's doing right now he actually has an artist that i know of that i'm actually connected to her on facebook by the name of uh charlie baltimore Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, Charlie Baltimore is, uh, so I mean, Francine probably would be familiar. She's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if she's under his label, but she has worked with him. He was he appeared in her video. Right, right. Yeah, you know, they're doing work. Uh, he has his own uh, entertainment company, like Mr. Boston was uh Saying earlier, I mean the guy. Yeah, he's working behind the scenes. He's uh, he's bettering himself in the future. I mean, doing big things. Mm. But uh, yeah, I just want to say, uh, man, it's uh, it's definitely much respect having you on one of our members at DSR. I mean, Mr. Boston brings his own intellectual controversy. <laughs> I like that intellectual controversy. Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> So, especially uh, when he has a caller come on on a Sunday, and the caller is not uh, ready to recite a piece or act like they just want to be a listener, he'll put you on the spot, or he'll take a <laughs> piece and just start reciting a piece in your stead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that intellectual controversy. That's <laughs> quite all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just do what I do, man. You know, we come to do poetry, man. We don't come to play. You know, we come to do mm-hmm. what we have to do. We try to get those messages across. We try to make sure that we try to have a brotherhood, sisterhood, a familyhood, you know, and that's what I'm about, man, you know. I want to be around people that want to be around me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be out there. I want to. I don't want to be a fit in where you know I just fit in. You know what I'm saying? 
I want to fit in where you support me and I support you back. You know, that's me. You know, yes. you you don't have that desire in you. You don't need to be around me because I don't want no negative energy flowing in me. So, you know, at one time I used to let out so much negative energy on Facebook and then I learned, you know, when you're going somewhere, you're going to have haters and you can't sit back and address those haters in such a way that they make you mad and take you out of your balance. So I don't allow it no anymore. I don't I don't even do it anymore. I don't even deal with it anymore like that. Mm. You know. Yes. That's some good advice right there. Yes, definitely advice I need to take myself. Uh I'm still learning, Mr. Boston, man. I don't uh <laughs> share any negativity like that on Facebook. I mean that's uh that is a waste of time in my eyes. But uh yeah. Yeah, usually I just keep to myself on that, on that uh, that issue. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I won't take up too much of your time. Uh, I do have a piece, and you had me looking for pieces, man. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know, is Mr. Boston on here? He's one of those uh, teacher types. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yes, he is. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, yeah. what, you know, what piece would suit, you know, this show tonight? Mm. And uh, I came up with an older piece of mine. I wrote this piece in 2012. Mm. Yeah. And the title of this piece is called Define the Poet. Mm. Are you all ready? Yes. The mic is in your hand. The amidity, enmity of not me, but my persona. I want to go further, cracking the dome of my limit without the skull fracture. Brain enhance, evolution on literary level, become my own encyclopedia, surpass Wikipedia, a fantasy I wouldn't mind making come to life. Decipher the thesaurus, definition now, synonym, anonym of a poet, come up with bard, writer, lyricist, rhyme master, verse of fire, composer. What other detailed description could you possibly need? Realizing the poet is not a label, but merely a key, a beginning to the you you didn't see that was always there. DSR all day. And peace. Mm, 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 mm. We can't speak. Yes, sir. You know what? I don't have nothing but love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but love for you, man. You know, so um, it's a good thing that you did. You know, you came through, you know, and uh, did your thing, man. You know. Mm -hmm. But I got this. I got this for you, man. And I got this for you. So I'm going to teach you. I'm going to give you a little education here. Or you can get me. All right. Hmm. Words run circles from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. And even when I sleep, they keep running their feet, twisting into themselves, falling, stumbling, backtracking, making no sense. When I'm awake, I think of anything and everything, perhaps a little too much. I want to see him because I don't want to lose him, but I don't want to see him because I don't want to lose me. Should I eat more of that cheese? Don't forget to email you, Claire. Check your bank account. Wait. No, don't do that. 
Where are you going to be in the future? What do you want to be? I should go to the gym, but pizza, but what? But sometimes I feel awfully lonely, and nothing but my words, my wonderful streams of consciousness running rivers and carving valleys in the canyons of my brain can comfort me. And peace, Mr. DSR, Mr. Mm. Boston, all day. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. I feel like I, I need to still alive for my friend and sage poet over there. <laughs> you know, when uh, Mr. Boston, was that a freestyle or was that a written piece, man? That's another freestyle, man. Another freestyle. That's another freestyle. <laughs> I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for the stage, baby. Mm. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> I hear you, man. Hey, you are definitely a soldier in mm. the written mm. You know, definitely a soldier in the written script. I salute you for that freestyle, man. I mean, uh, you know, having you as an, an addition on a cipher, you know, when we do the uh, cipher rounds here and there, we tell people, you know, the freestyle teachers coming. I bet you they be on the line saying, who the hell is that? And then we bring, <laughs> you know, we bring Mr. Boston on. And then he goes into these freestyles with erotica education, you know, mm -hmm. this, they don't know where to go half the time. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> wow. wow. That's amazing, you know. That's amazing. You know, I, I just tried to teach, man. My my job here, you know, I, I, I didn't mention to y'all, I had a microbial thrombosis about oh, nine years back. Mm. And um, I actually arrived at the hospital DOA, mm. and um, I saw and I heard the doctors working on me, and I actually watched the doctor pronounce me dead, believe it or not. And it was a one of those things that said, hey, you know, you need to get your life together. And I ended up spending 47 days in a coma. And coming out of the coma after 47 days and get up and walk out of the hospital 10 days later, it was an amazing feat. And they tried to send me to a psychologist because I was telling them that I was watching them and I seen them and I was telling them how he stuck the tube down the side of my neck and how he stuck the tube in my nose and how they cut the hole in the side of my stomach and put a tube inside my lungs to keep my lungs working, and they were telling me that I was crazy, and, you know, they sent me to a psychiatrist, and as soon as I walked in, the psychiatrist and told him what happened, he said, no, you're not crazy, they are, they just don't believe you, they don't understand, you know, mm -hmm. they, they closed-minded, they just don't understand, he said, just remember, God brought you back for a reason, and so every once in a while, I get a letter from the psychologist, you know, and ask me how I'm doing and how I'm holding up. And, I'm, you know, and I'm in super health right now. I can go out and run five miles with no problem, believe it or not, mm -hmm. you know. Because I don't, I don't eat a lot of meat anymore. I eat a lot of green leafy vegetables, and I drink a lot of water, and I drink a lot of beer, and I drink a lot of E&J and Black Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, you went to two different classifications of eat eating types of, of things 
foods and 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 what's and what um, you went from the extreme healthy to the not so extreme healthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, but you know, we do what we have we do what we have to do. You know, I hear you. We do what we have to do. So it's a beautiful mm-hmm. Hey, Now, Boston, uh, I ain't mean to cut you off, Fred. See, well, I'm no just problem. say this. Uh, Mr. Boston, enjoy yourself on your feature, man. I won't take up too much of your time. I'm be in the background listening, you know, to all the callers. You know, much respect to you. Thanks for support today's show. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks thank for you. that piece. That that was a very thought provoking piece and a positive affirmation. That's one of those pieces. If you listen to it when you first get up in the morning, it just helps you to. Center your thinking so that you can map out the course of your day in a positive light. I like that piece. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, friend Sage Poet. Much appreciated. Well, Master Scribe, we talked about the importance of the village and how one person cannot succeed in life alone. And we also discussed about collaboration and the significance thereof. And on that note, I have a very special lady who is on the line who I am now going to welcome and introduce to our listening audience. And I know that you know this lady very well because you and her are collab partners, not in crime, but in Goodness. <laughs> so I'm going to welcome Lady of Love to the mic at this time. Welcome, Lady of Love. Thank you, friend, the stage poet. I appreciate your welcome. How are you this evening? I am fine. Thank you so very much. And it is truly an honor to have you on this panel tonight, especially in support of a master scribe by the name of Sir Jeffrey A. Sanders, a.k.a. Mr. Boston. And I know that your pen and his pen are well acquainted, and I have been privileged to hear some very awesome poetic writings by you and he. So at this time, what I am requesting is for you first to share whatever you have on your heart and mind that you'd like to share with the feature artist. And then I would love for you both to share a collab, one or two collab poet poems with our listeners tonight. I'm in awe. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Jeffrey River Warrior uh, <laughs> Sanders <laughs> Senior on your feature tonight. Awesome, awesome, awesome testimony. Mm-hmm. Awesome testimony. Um, I know 90% of it. A few pieces came through that, you know, uh, were a little new. But mm-hmm. in it all, in it all, the experiences that you have experienced all the way down to your being pronounced dead, Mm. It's not for you, although you went through it. It's 
for others. And you have taken that and you have made wise decisions about giving back into the world, into the universe. Indeed. 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 I just want to say that it's an awesome, awesome honor to know you. Um, when and I feel the same way about you too, Lord. You know, um, whether you believe it or not, or know it or not, just sitting back, and a lot of times I don't expound on your pieces, even though I know I can expound on them, but I don't want to take the allure from what you're saying. And a lot of times I can go in and expound on it and get a little too deep for the reading audience, you know. So sometimes I just sit back and I watch and I listen. and I take in your teachings and I cohese them to what I've already been taught, you know. And it's a good learning experience uh, being able to do that with you. You know, and it's it's a beautiful thing because I see that you are there, you are in your elevation, you are in your mental, and the thing of it is that you follow one of my greatest teachings. Don't write out of your head. Write out mm. of your heart. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you found me that way. Um, you hit a piece, and... Um, that connected us in pink and ink, pen and ink, and um, honored. I, I, I could because you you are a published author. I don't have any product on the market, although something will be coming out soon. That's right, soon to come. Will be coming out soon. Okay. And I'm sorry. Right. And I think I'm yes. going to. I'm going to. Single, my single book in um, Spirit Walk um, and offer that with that package that's coming out with you um, if you're in agreement with me with that. You know, we have to let mm. the Spirit speak on it. You know what I'm saying? The Spirit brought us there where we are today for a reason. There's something within us that needs to needs to be heard and it needs to be put into the atmosphere and let the universe take care of the rest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm still adding pieces to that spirit walk and if you've noticed some of my my writings, you know, I, I do I still do my erotica because that's me, that's my flesh. Um, but um sometimes God comes to me with, All right, you need to talk to me now. Now it's you and I, you know. I let you do what you needed to do in that flesh thing. Now you need to, you need to turn your attention. That's right. I turned my attention to the Lord, and I said, "Poor, I'm here. Poor." That's what you've done. You you have become a living sacrifice. <clears throat> a living sacrifice. You are. You're a living sacrifice. We talk about these things all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just phenomenal. It's amazing. I saw you. You know I saw you long ago. I saw 
had no idea. I thought I thought I was crazy. <laughs> I my mind, you know. Um, but the Lord matured it and matured it and matured me to be able to um, yeah. to stand. Uh, because if 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 it had been, and I, you know, I say, if it had been in, any sooner, it would it would not have been. It wouldn't have lasted. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, I don't want to hold up the line. I know there are other people who are anxious to speak to this prolific verbal giant. I have many, many names for him. I call him Professor. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends on what chord he has struck in me that the words come out. Um, he is verbal ascension. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's my latest. Mm. Wow, wonderful. Oh, and that collab, I, I must, I must comment on that collab that you two uh, so graciously have delivered on this panel tonight. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to the both of you. Um, I have never been so intrigued by two ink partners in goodness before, whom are lyrical uh, geniuses like I have by you two. Your collaboration poems are truly in a category by themselves. And I just want to commend you both on all of what you pour out of your souls into your pieces. It's never in vain. It's always inspiring to hear and I don't care if I hear the same one again and again. It's fresh each time. So thank you so very much. Thank you. That They are. They, it, it never grows old. These these words are words for, for all time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if you, um, Jeffrey, are we Delivering a message at this time? Yeah, we're going to deliver one. We're going to deliver it so smooth and it's going to be so on center that we're going to rock them ears and their minds. It's going to be on center? It's going to be smooth on center. The mic is in both of your hands. Bless the mic. Thank, Thank you. you so much, friend. You're very welcome. Jeffrey, I felt the penetration of your mental phallus as you inserted yourself to join us in a spiritual mental conversation, messages that are too sensitive to trust words, words that could be. Words that could be a legacy entwined in an ultimate metaphysical secret that have non-boundaries. Do we dare state it in the product of reality by the way we edit this reality? Why we find, why we refine the map of verbosity and that becomes fatal with confused and verbal formulation. Formulated out of possible convulsive brain chatter? No. Your method was spirit originated and delivered through spirit medium. Quiet chambers. Not a word did I utter. 
The impulses from your concave cable were so titillating, my body moaned in appreciation for this magnanimous offering from your mind for my edification. You know, the rhythm of your delivery had me intoxicated from the flow of information. That may move disintoxication into the information, clarifying the drawing of nature that marks the first beginning of Harvard knowledge. In description, mm-hmm. definition, without being kicked out of the game, but precise validity of precaution. Yet a simple persuasion of a more general description that defines her impulses, that appreciates her edification, that has her drunken with the magically represented transcendent. And see, this is what happened in that. Your gentle assurance relaxed my mental canal to allow your penetration to fully extend. I was facing you in a shared chair, open orifice, to receive the impartations. You manipulated my breast to enhance the pleasure between information and impartations. Your massive repertoire concerned my canal's ability to accept your expansion. Your knowledge of my ability to accommodate the bulk of you was imparted to you long before the impartation of information reached distribution stages to me from you. Was it not he and even distribution evenly smooth in those keen moments that imparted the flesh from thigh to womb? Deep in the tunnels of birth and motion as all her discord melts harmony of her opposite in a melody positive that seeps and devours so smooth in and on her center because she will become into the realization he is an actuality to her queendom. I like when you're in that cosmic teaching mode. I get both the mental impartations and, oh, the physical. I knew the second you touched my breast as you were moving the nipple back and forth between your soft fingers. I knew this impartation was dual in transfer. Mm. You are so enticing. Especially when you make the two one and when you make the inner and outer and the outer and the inner and the above as below and I enter the canal zone, we become beautifully expressed in different aspects of elusive characters and essence. Things are not two but one superimposed in an unimaginable pair of her human matter that fuels sensuality, reality of free pairs. But my canal above my thighs became a small stream. Time has placed us in a close position that we both enjoy, never tiring of the touch of us. I sit with my legs drawn up near my chest as I enjoy the comfort and support of your physical and mental care. Yes, Lord, yes. Yes, those were your silent surrenders, the symptoms of he being taken for real, that he has driven long, hard, continuously and deep in the essence of her wetter progress. With this particular cosmic movement, her happiness depends on it. How else I could have unlocked her secrets? She had to be in agreement how he unfurled 
from his lips a vibrating pink carpet that thrilled the vibratory existence. Death your gaze into my canal. Not a word has been spoken. I can see your approval of the stream of your influence in your eyes. Your hands and eyes have center stage. The lips are in the wings. These are about he is about to enter, center, and deliver from the chosen lines of his masterful lip tongue artistic genius that will bring the house down, producing undoubtedly demand for more and requiring a full encore. But see, when I turned you around to look at me, the mental discord melts in concord. Sensual battles become sexual rewards as I make friends with her universe, as love making makes both halves make sense of it. And so our nature sees to the physical aspects of it in the process of it. She renames him her new Adam, reassociating her to the true air of her sensuality, that he, he too stays on center with deeper tongue massage that makes her visit other worlds. As he entered on cue, taking center and owning it, she moaned at the artistry of this man's delivery. She thought out loud, nobody does it like you, baby. He captured her very soul this time as he danced full lines up and down her center stage, back and forth over her center stage, entering from left to right, playing the top, till his final line lift her in the air as she continued testifying to his unmatched expertise on center stage. On center stage was a sigh. Lord have mercy. As I told her, you can't call him now. It's too late. He's not coming, but you will. On the receiving end of his life particles, he was spinning her protons and neutrons as his atomic things kept her final subatomical particle through. So in rapture, she ended up forgetting her conventional nature. She was struck in his quantum reality, for she now understood he was the footprints on the shore for her to discover her unknowns, that she once thought to be bounded while she still sings, mercy, mercy, me. Things ain't what they used to be. He's moving on center. Peace. Mm. My, my, my. I am speechless. Wow. I love how you two mesh intellectually and soulfully. And yes, your pens have exceptional ink. Continue to scribe. Never stop scribbling. I mean, I am truly inspired by these two artists, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you who are just 
newly tuning in to the Exceptional Scribble Show, we are privileged tonight to have on the panel, in the spotlight, for our feature artist, Sir Jeffrey A. Sanders Sr. He is Mr. Boston and also referred to as the Master Scribe. And for those of you who just tuned in, you were hearing the collab partner of Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe, and that is none other than Lady of Love, whom I refer to as Queen Poetress, because her ink is truly regal. And I just want to say to you both, thanks so much for taking your time and delivering fine art poetic expression. That is what we need more of in this world today. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's my pleasure. It's my profound pleasure to be here to um, uh, be included in honoring my collab partner and dear friend. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And could you please share with our listeners information about your weekly Internet radio shows? because there are more than one. Thank you, Lady of Love. Thank you. This mm-hmm. is Lady this is Lady of Love from <clears throat> excuse me, the Poetry Concert um airing every Monday night over Blog Talk Radio 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call in number 9178892627 or visit us by uh internet. Uh it is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Lady of Love Poetess. And on Thursday night, we have Poetry in Love. Poetry in Love is our erotic and sensual poetry night. And same telephone number, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do come and share with us that sensual piece, that erotic piece, you know, the one that you've got saved up. Come and drop it on Poetry in Love. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that invitation. Now I'm going to not tell you what to do, but I'm going to say to you, if I were you, I would tune in. Most definitely. I have been privileged to join Lady of Love on her shows. Uh, Monday night seemed to be best for me. I've been working on a series of projects which have prevented me from joining most recently, but the poetry concert experience, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you no lie, is one that will truly enhance, further enhance, and enrich the literary skills you possess and encourage any hidden talents that you may have to arise and awaken. So I want to invite every listener to please, just as we've been invited to do, join Lady of Love during the week. And Lady of Love, it's is it Wednesday night for? No. Uh, it's Thursday night for Thursday. Uh, uh, 
poetry in love. That's our sensual and erotic uh, night. Uh, Monday nights, the poetry concert is in itself a concert. That's where I feature. I'm going to get you on the show when you stop being so busy. Uh, (laughs) That's where I feature the artist um, um, on on the poetry concert. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I try to have it as if it were a concert. We're doing some new things. We're introducing music along with pieces. Mm. Uh, I'm going to um, stock my cash with um, more um, uh, sensual and uh, erotic-sounding music to mm-hmm. play to play um, um, when the artists come on and, and drop their piece, you know. Yes, indeed. I love that. Well, we have something to look forward to forthcoming, ladies and gentlemen. We must support our indie artists, as we are so-called, <laughs> us independent artists, that is. But we are never an island because we network with one another. And truly, it's always a pleasure, Lady of Love. We must uh, get on to your show again very soon. I miss it. I really miss it. These projects have been just kind of keeping me so busy, but I'm going to break away so that I can join up again on an upcoming uh, Monday. Thursdays, I'm kind of on lockdown. My husband and I, that's our date night. So <laughs> so I rarely do anything much but work and then date that day. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. But I am so looking forward to joining with you uh, Monday of next week. And thanks so much for inviting the Exceptional Scribble Show to join you. And oh, we will do just that. I definitely, I, I've got to put you on my calendar. Um, oh, def- okay. Definitely, I want you to to come um, for sure. The twenty first mm-hmm. of the twenty first of December, you must be there to okay. help help me uh, welcome Sharonda and bringing her back in. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Definitely, you know. I like, will definitely be there. Thanks for inviting me. Exactly. We're going to tear it up. We're going to do what we yes, do. Yes, we will. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I love the sound of that. Thanks again. Um, now, back to Mr. Boston. Um, are we going into this? Say that again? Are we going to go into this? Go into what is it that you want to do? I dined on your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, my, this is a treat tonight. (laughs) Ah, boy, he really brought, he went, ooh, you archived. (laughs) (laughs) So do you, now I'll ask you both, would you like for me to go to, we have Joseph Nathaniel King on hold and then come back to you to give you a little time of preparation? Yeah, that's cool. Would you you want to do that? Okay. All right. All right, we will be back, ladies and gentlemen, with our feature artist, Master Scribe, and his phenomenal collab partner, Queen Poetress, Lady of Love. But for now, we are greeting Joseph Nathaniel King. Welcome, poet. Welcome, greetings. Good evening. Almost good morning. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You are so right. I tell you, we... 
we are, we're up tonight. We're up late tonight. Usually we're just uh, ending because we usually start, of course, a lot earlier. But tonight we had some unexpected, unforeseen events, and so we had a later start time. But it's good to have you uh, joining us tonight. Yes, indeed. Yes, I'm, I'm actually just getting off work. Um, oh, okay. So I'm going to enjoy this show and enjoy the, the, the feature, Mr. Boston and Lady of Love. Uh, oh, okay. So um, I just wanted to say um, keep doing what you're doing. And, and, thank and, you. Well, most definitely, I will definitely do just what you said, keep doing what I'm doing. And it's always an honor to have you. Your um, positive energy precedes you. And um, whenever you want to share some of that fine art ink that you have in your soul, just um, raise your hand. You can simply press the asterisk key and then press the number eight and I'll see your hand raised, and we will come to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I see we have several callers. Um, we're going to go to, it looks like Illinois has joined, and I believe you have um, need of showing some love and support to our feature artist, Master Scribe, a.k.a. Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Sir. Jeffrey A. Sanders Sr. Welcome, caller from Illinois. Greetings, greetings, Word Warrior, DSR, <laughs> the building all day, baby. Yes, welcome, Word Warrior. It's always a pleasure, I tell you. You snuck in tonight. I was like, who is this caller from Illinois? Let me kind of creep in with this. I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't want to say the wrong name. <laughs> Oh, wow, you got me tonight. It is so good to hear your voice again. Yes, yes, it's always an honor um, and a pleasure to be back. Uh, yes. First, giving the honor to God, who is the head of my life. Man, mm-hmm. shout out to my DSR family. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I first heard this brother, I've always been fond of him. I'm going to have to get yes. him featured over on Well Spoken. This brother's amazing. Always been fond oh of his uh, wording, his intellect. He's just phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm. And you never know how much people, you know, are fond of you until the time comes, you know. So I just want to give right. this flowers tonight, bro. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, I'm going to let him give you feedback. Master Scribe? Welcome back, Master Scribe. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Someone just gave such an outstanding shout-out to you. I'm going to kind of let them uh, say who they are. I already know. You got to put that together. That's Word Warrior. That's my dog. Yeah. That's my dog. The One of your family members, boy. DSR. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed. What's going man. on, man? Man, I can't call it, bro. You, you the man. <laughs> no, the man, man of the hour. I'm not. I'm not the man. I'm just a man. You the man of the hour with all the power. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just. I'm just. I'm 
just here vibing off y'all, man. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. What's up. That's what's, that's up. what's up. Yes, well, word boy, I tell you. Um, let us know a little about what's going on with you right now. And also, um, uh, tell all our listeners tonight a little information about how they can tune into your weekly shows and support you. My show airs once a month now on oh, okay. talkshow.com, up under mm-hmm. DSR Radio, up under the DSR family up under CEO, the <laughs> ultimate Kane Spade, you yes. feel me? That airs every third Thursday of the month. I believe it's going to be on the 17th of this month. Well spoken where I am the host, along with my co-host, Demetra Williams, Lady mm-hmm. Hyena, um, Little Sister Real. Um, right now mm-hmm. we're not letting out our, we're not letting who our features are, but get ready because we got two phenomenal features. So that's every third Thursday of the wow. month. Um, I oh have my, my own venue here in Chicago. If anybody will be in the Chicago area for the, I'm going to say Christmas holiday because we boycotted Christmas, but for the Christmas mm-hmm. holiday, um, on my one-year anniversary of my venue, Well Spoken Live, will be here on 3831 South Michigan at the Southside Community Arts Center where the features will be the phenomenal Hood Rays, awesome, brother. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This uh, lyrical lioness queen out of Wisconsin named Kesa Ra, and we have mm. a comedian by Lady LaSalle. So we're going to have an awesome time, eight to spit, yeah. ten to sit, all you can eat, all you can drink. So come mm. on out if you're in the Chicago area, December 27th from 6.30 to 10 p.m. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, wow. I had no idea. So you and... Oh my gosh, Queen Little Sister Real, Demetra Williams. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't heard her in a minute. Yeah. Show. Yeah, you haven't been over. Right? I know yeah. it's been like so busy, but I got to get over there on the 17th, right? Yes. Okay, because you know, Thursday's kind of hard for me. I, You know, me and well, my hubby, we do our day thing. Yeah, yeah. But every third <laughs> Thursday, I think, we, I think he can sacrifice that. For for sake, <laughs> yes, he knows I love my poet community and family. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of yeah. you too. That is yeah, awesome news. Yeah, yeah. Wow. we just uh, celebrated one year anniversary a few months back. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, it's been a year already. Yeah, time flies yeah. when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yeah, I yeah. know that feeling. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I wish you two all the best. I'm definitely looking forward to joining you on the 17th, both of you. Much yeah. love to you both. Awesome. Yeah, well, do you have a poem that you'd like to spit before we um, return back to Matt describing his phenomenal collab partner, Lady of Love? Listen, I had to do something special for tonight. Mm. Um I was on a queen show, um, eloquently speaking. I think she's using her real name now, which is Stacy Lunsford. And she had a show, and she mm-hmm. was talking about domestic violence. Okay. And see, you always think domestic violence, the men beating the women. So I have a, there's a saying that as poets, there are pieces in us that paper can't handle. 
Mm. Wow. <laughs> so this particular piece, first of all, will be exclusive on your show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Um, I'm honored. This piece Thank has, you. Yes, this piece has been inside of me for about six years, and mm. she inspired it because when I talked to her, and that's what her topic was for the night. And I say I'm a male that went through domestic violence, and I was abused by my spouse, and I never mm. grabbed a pen and wrote about it. So about three hours ago. I wrote this piece. The ink is still wet. Three hours. Wow. <laughs> this is exactly. That's fresh. <laughs> Off the press. Wow. So this has never be, been done. Mm. And uh, this piece here, you might want to go back and check the archives for, because it's mm-hmm. been in my system for about six and a half years, and mm. I decided to write on it tonight. <clears throat> awesome. So y'all might want to turn the volumes up, because this is one of them pieces. Okay. Thank you. This piece is called Living with a Demon. Mm. Going through life day by day, living in pure hell, if I must say. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't remain here. Only the Lord knows how I survived these dramatic four and a half years. You damaged my mind and killed my pride and abused my mentality time after time. I was embarrassed and ridiculed in front of my seeds and physically abused at points where you made me bleed. You demolished my understanding. You ruptured my soul. But since I thought I was in love, you had full control. It had to be a curse because I couldn't let go. Every time I said yes to staying, I really meant no. Embarrassments on top of arguing. The drama hardly ever ceased. There were times, seriously, I felt like I lived with a beast. Mm. Could this be love combined with abuse? Definitely. And all I wanted was to break loose. You got into it with me. You were never happy. You actually fought a couple of my family members, you demonic Mm. chapter. Wherever you are. I still love you. I thank the Lord I survived that abuse. Mm. Word Ooh, wow. I could feel the intensity and the depthness of all of the emotion of what you experienced going through spousal abuse. I mean, a lot of people don't realize when it's your mate, that's the ultimate betrayal. I mean, this is the one that you share all of your soul with. And when the love and the cherish ends and then this abuse begins, it's not something that you prepare for. I think it, it, it really just knocks everyone out of out of their element that goes through that. I want to commend you on the courage 
that you have exhibited just to not only write it, and it's not about how many years it took you to write it. The thing of it is you did it. And that yeah. right there is the beginning of your healing, your liberation, your transitioning out of the pain and the shame and the hurt and into your promised land. So I'm I'm wishing you all of the best. Um, never be ashamed. Never be ashamed to tell your story. Everyone needs to know the truth. They not too often hear about that experience like they hear of so many others when it's the man that's experienced the domestic abuse. But the man's story needs to be told just as much as the woman's. So I commend you on taking courage as a man and not being ashamed to say, yes, I was a victim of domestic abuse, but I am moving on. I am no longer a victim. I am now a survivor. So I I commend you on your full recovery from all of the hurt of that experience and the rejection and the betrayal that you've encountered and endured. And I commend you on now embracing your full recovery from that. I believe every time you tell that story, your healing is going to just increase the more. So, thank you, thank you. And again, that's one of those pieces when you hear a poet say that it's pieces down inside of us mm-hmm. that paper can't even handle. That's 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 it right there. Yeah, I that that's was why it took death. so long for me to write it because the paper can't even handle it. My yeah, fingers right. were cramp, like cramping up as I was writing. Mm. Yeah, you, that's a depth, and a lot of us are. We don't dare to go there. We'd rather not even say anything a lot of times. You know, when we're going through these uh, private, personal hell experiences or struggles, but we got to understand that our testimony is going to help somebody else. And the longer we keep it locked inside of us, we're depriving someone of hearing the very thing that's going to give them the confidence, the courage, and the strength to carry on and to know, hey, I won't stay here. I am going to rise up out of this situation I'm in. So, you know, one person's courage is the strength of many. You just don't know. Someone out there that was listening to you tonight, you gave them the strength to overcome. So be encouraged. Awesome job. Thank you. You're very welcome. Very welcome. On that note, we have, uh, I believe this is poetess. We have a poetess from Ohio or, oh, wait a minute, a poet from Ohio. Welcome, caller from Ohio. Would that be me? Oh, okay. I was right the first time. (laughs) Welcome, poetess. Please Give us your name. It's Amy Green Ellinger. Amy Green Ellinger. Welcome. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. And, um, of course, I'm sure you are here to show love and support for our feature artist, Master Scribe, uh, Jeffrey Sanders, correct? Yes, absolutely. 
Okay, hold one moment. I'm going to bring him in so you can direct that to him. Welcome back, Master Scribe. You have hey. another fan. Hello, how are you? Hey. All right, all right, all right. What's going on? I'm getting tired over here, man. It's getting late, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we that's what we do over here in this building. <laughs> that's exactly what we do. We gotta make, yeah, we gotta tonight make we are truly. <laughs> it's okay. I'll I, I'd stay up late, you know, for you anytime. Oh, now that's precious. <laughs> Your work is wonderful. Wow. Been an incredible mentor to me, and of course, you know our collaborations have been um, just. You know, we've only had a couple, but um, yeah. yes, you you've been you've been wonderful to me, and I I appreciate that. So You're I'm so here to welcome. give you support. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. That's what I love about you. That's right. That's right. That is beautiful. That's that's what makes the world go round, that love and support from others, especially your community, literary artist community. Beautiful. Well, uh, now, is this also someone that you collab with, Jeffrey? I did, but I don't know. I this was one of my students too. We, she was so scared. She was so scared to write, you know. And I had to, I had to instill and prod her and invigorate her and encourage her to write. And then when she finally said okay, and then when I, when it all came together, it was like she did that. She definitely did that. Mm. You know. And she's she's good. She's good. She's good. I just awesome. been so busy in school, you know, and ghostwriting another book. I'm I'm ghostwriting a book too, so I've been very busy. Okay. So it's like I read some papers right. that I'm working on. That's why I haven't got back to her. Okay, but I tell you, when the time is the right time, that's when everyone just reconnects, as she's doing now, and just letting you know, she is in support of you tonight. Thank you so much, Amy. Mhm. Thank you. I appreciate, you know, getting an opportunity to get on here and show my love. Yes, um, indeed. indeed. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Beautiful. We I have a call. I'm sorry. Go, it's go okay. ahead. It's okay. I just was saying I know you do. So, yeah, um, you go ahead now. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's gonna pay somebody to do me. I'm not even gonna do that. We have a caller. We have a caller from Northeast Texas. Welcome, caller from Northeast Texas. Hello, how are y'all doing tonight? Oh, fine, thank you. And who might I have the pleasure of speaking with? My name is Mika. Okay, welcome to the Exceptional Ribble Show, Mika. Thank you, thank you, Mika. Another one of my understudies. One of my students and mm. one of my collab partners. Wow, amazing, amazing. How are you doing tonight, Jeffrey? Uh, I'm doing fine, you know. I'm yeah. doing fine, you yeah. know. Well, I just yeah. wanted to come on and, and, you know, offer you support and, you know, just tell you that, you know, I admire you. 
you know. Mm-hmm. I told you oh, wow. how much I admire you and Jeffrey, oh my gosh, he has this way of just really just getting through to you. I mean, getting through to you right down to your soul. <laughs> um mm-hmm. just things he that, that's just how he touches me. Um mm-hmm. spiritually. It's um it's emotionally, it's um He's just, I'm just, I'm deeply inspired. <laughs> yes, indeed, wow. I I'm deeply inspired. Wow, that's amazing. That is so amazing, you know. That is so amazing. You know, and I mean, listening to your story and everything that you've endured and gone through, you know, stuff that I had no idea. <laughs> There's no way that I would have possibly have known. Um, I just, I admire you. It, it takes great strength and great courage to um, come out of all of that with just so much, just everything that you have, you know, everything that you have going on for you to come, you know, to just come from where you come from. Mm -hmm. It's deeply inspiring. It's motivating. It it definitely encourages me. It inspires me. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. really do. Wow. That is amazing. That how y'all guys come in and <laughs> just, I mean, I am like in like stuck right now. You know what I'm saying? I am stuck really, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you have this thing about you, Jeffrey, that just, you motivate people. You you just, you have this way of communicating with people that have something within themselves that's lost, that's been lost. And you have a way of communicating with them, with helping them bring that out. And you do it, um, you do it earnestly. You do it non selfishly, non boastful. You just you do it wholeheartedly, and it's appreciated. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Do you know what? You know what, Mika. You are an absolute good student. You are. Absolutely got your mind open. You actually follow what I told you, not to write from your head, but from your heart. Yes, yes. All the beautiful music that you're making with your pen, and it sings, you know, it it sings so good. And I just want to say this to you. Do you still wonder why, if I can create mental love music all day long? Don't keep wondering. I just have frequency, rhythm, and beats. My love beats excite and vibration with the lover's reality, and it pumps off sonic vibrations that resonate with your mind. It connects your heart to your spiritual essence, to the spiraling reality, that healing frequency that helps you flow in perfect rhythm and harmony. I'm not looking in your eyes, and I see, I see you in my soul, and I rise. Are you still wondering why that your pen fits so smoothly? Hmm. Mm-hmm. You leave me inspirationally inspired. <laughs> that is my goal. That is Perfect. a God-given gift, you know. That is a God-given gift, and I use it to do what I've been sent back to do with it. You mm-hmm. share it. You share it. Mm. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you for calling in, Mika. Thank you for sharing with Master Scribe your thoughts, your your um, admiration of his work as a a artist that's constantly mastering his craft. And would you share with our listeners if you have any po- poetic events forthcoming or maybe just some published literature that is currently available for purchasing online or in bookstores? Share a little information on those lines or even if anyone would like to connect with you uh, well, via social um, media. I... um. I'm currently in the process of getting a book published. Oh, okay. Um, I'm currently in the process of getting that done. Um, I'm very, very excited about it, very excited about it, as it will Mm -hmm. be my first book. Um, And the title of it is going to be The Passion and Pains Behind Her Eyes. Mm. Um, It's going to tell a whole lot, a whole lot about me, things Mm -hmm. I've endured. Um, It's going to be expressed throughout my poetry. Yeah, uh, I've got one piece that I'm, you know, that I'm very fond of that I would like to do tonight. Oh yes, I... the mic is now in your hands for free. To okay. Sit. This Thank one you. is called Inspirationally Inspired. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Driven by a passion to have more in this life I am living, I have encountered a strong sense of knowing that my life is indeed, no doubt, just that which I have declared. Seized by an obsession, I made a conscious decision from within to step from behind the walls I myself built, to fully flourish out from hiding, showing all my godly given capabilities and being the very best I can be. Delighted in my in my very creation and in knowing that I was and am here with purpose. Determined from that reason to simply locate, educate, therefore fuel by feeding my intellectual ideas. Enthralled with expression, I openly communicate my fondest, though deepest, examined evaluations when declaring my outpours in my artistic rights. Entranced by vision and seeing and believing that I, too, can, in fact, be exactly what I aspire to be, a self-proclaimed writer. Diverted by daydreams, which keeps me in focus of my goals that will come into birth, allowing me to embrace all that I am with full potential of simply being. To be amongst the very few who dare to follow their dreams within, from within the lover in me filled with emotions that consume by motivating me in my everyday ways of living, never giving in to doubt when life's challenges arise, as though they do tend to subside. Fueled by compulsion, a very strong maternal desire to do what was in fact truly destined just for me. Mm-hmm. Consumed with beauty, way past I can see, all which stemmed from my aggressive mentality for wanting to know and simply be more, my want to merely see and completely educating me, I'm me. I am truly unequivocally driven within my determination of being inspirationally blessed, coming from something within that makes me want, giving me these ideas, leaving me influenced and deeply inspired. I am deeply inspired. Mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Mika, um, I want to invite you. The Exceptional Scribble Show does have a fan page on Facebook, if you can visit the Exceptional Scribble Show on Facebook, that is our fan page. Feel free to post any updates as to when your book is to launch, if it's okay. going to be 2016, around what time. And, of course, when you do have 
an initial date for events such as book signings and so forth, please post them there because we want artists to be recognized and well-supported, and that's what that page was created for. Thanks so much for sharing your poetry tonight. Thank you. Will do. Thank you. Wow, Jeffrey, your your ink uh, attracts other great ink heads. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. It's amazing. I'm I'm just like in awe right now, you know. Mm-hmm. In awe right now. Wow. Yeah. It's a it's a. Oh my God! I'm just like wow, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it, wow. it feels good to be able to sit down, I guess, and eat the fruits of your labor. That's what you're doing, as you said. You have mentored so many. You have so many students out there, and for them to uh, come back home in a sorts and say thank you and show you love and, and, and just let you know that they are now spreading their wings and flying because you showed them how to do that. I can't imagine how awesome a feeling that is for you, but that's what you are due. So now you're receiving your just due. Right. I uh, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. I'm just I'm 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 amazed right now. So mm. I'm so I'm just really amazed. That's well, we have some other callers that want to shout out to you, and for anyone that's called in, if you are if your mic is muted, I need for you to raise your hand, and then you will be acknowledged and welcome to uh, speak, but in this moment, we are going to acknowledge some callers who have been waiting for some time. We have Joseph Nathaniel King and then Nashawn. Welcome, Joseph. Welcome. Yes, welcome. Welcome back. I I I didn't hear that. You are unmuted. (laughs) <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. Talk shoe slipping. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to um, uh, address a, a piece to uh, to people because mm. it's not uh, addressed enough. And, like, we got, you know, when uh, you just listen to two callers come and and, and um, acknowledge, you see, a lot of people don't like Mr. Boston for his ways and things like that, but they don't see his sweat. They don't see his tears. They don't see what did it take to get him where he is now. Mm. A lot of people want that. A lot of people want that 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 plateau, but mm-hmm. they don't want to go through the, the the pain. They don't want to go through the the disappointments. They don't want to go through nothing but put the mic away the two minutes and let it be done. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do this piece that's kind of uh, addressing that. Um, yes. Hopefully it's not, um, hopefully it's to the point. Take your time. We have time. And thank you. The mic is now in your hands. Bless the mic. The windows of opportunity open. Shattered glass 
specks of shattered glass fall in forms of raindrops. Let me rewind. I said, teardrops falling from the eyes of the hurt, the deceived and the broken and the rejected and the neglected and those who thought they had support. What happened to them? Why are they so intoxicated with the things that they preached? Is it because they gave they all, no one was there to lift them up or give them a shoulder to cry on? Did they fall over or did they get pushed down? See, we are looking at a place especially with African-American people where we don't want to celebrate until they're gone. So why, I ask, when people put in the pain and the sweat and the tears and waking up at 3 in the morning to just say, you got it, and then go back to sleep. There's not too many people like that because I mute my phone. I turn the volume off because I don't have that character at 3 o'clock in the morning unless it's a fire. I guess being real, I don't know the fireman drill mm. unless it's about me. You see, about me means that means that means them that don't know where they're going. Mm. So I had that opportunity. I want to bring down my calendar for 12 months. And I don't want to look at the days or the hours, and I don't want to look at the sun up and sundown. I just want to know that my heart was placed in somebody's hand, and they know at any given time, any given moment, when I am mature enough to handle that thing that people don't want called pressure. Because pressure is something that we don't want, but it seems to creep upon us when we're trying to accomplish something that no man or woman has a desire to. I can't flick my hand in my pocket and pull out a magic wand. But if my heart leads me and my Jesus gives me strength to carry on the highways and byways and all those who are put my last teardrop down for and they just left me for dead. I'm hoping that when they all forsake me, there'll just be one. There'll be one person who comes back and say, thank you. Thank you. Mm. And peace. Thank you. Wow. Mm. That was to the point. That yes, was indeed. to the point. Man, Joseph Nathaniel King, mm-hmm. you know you come out to support. You come out, man, and you you come out and you support the DSR platform all the time. You come out, you know, and you're everywhere, you know. And I love hearing your pieces because you 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 switch between conscious and you switch between what's really going on out in the world, what's going on with us as a people, you know. And people need to pay more attention to your subtle voice and hear it because mm-hmm. it rings loud even though it's subtle. That's yeah. indeed. I agree with and, that. And I would like to leave a comment because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I don't mean to take long, but um, people 
came to me and asked me, you know, are you an English major or things like that? And I said, first of all, I um, I was born uh, left ear, couldn't hear. My eyes were basically blind. I wore glasses up to the age of nine. Um, mm. I was deaf, basically. Um, I had a stuttering problem. I had a learning disability because of the fact that, um, you know, my parents were going through so much while I was in the womb. My, um, I don't want to go through the details because it's, you know, I don't want to shame my mother because she's still my mother. I have to still protect some things about a mother that, you know, everybody doesn't need to hear. But mm-hmm. I would just say it was difficult. I, I didn't I didn't know until I was about 24, 25 that it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to come. It was a time when I was 15. I wanted to commit suicide. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was playing a joke. Not a joke, but you know how sometimes when you're young, you want to see who cares. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 found the, I found in my mother's medicine cabinet everything that was expired. Um, and I, and I took about two bottles and, and I made it like you know, all my children and the medicine is sticking out of your mouth and whatever foaming. And so I said, let me just try that. Cause my mother's walking up the street and I see her. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, this, these medicines really took effect. I'm being, uh, dragged out the house in a stretcher to the hospital, waking up with five or six people holding me down so they could stick tubes up my nostrils so they can get the fluid out. Mm-hmm. So. People don't know my, like, they, they want to, oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do that. They don't know my story. That's they, they, right. They don't want to know my story where, you know, my um parents had to get separated and, and incarcerated at the age of nine where, wow. you know, I was just stuck there um mm. looking out the window while snow is falling and just crying in a jail cell. It was basically a jail cell. It was a metal bed and, a, and a, maybe a three-inch bed uh, uh, mattress with the toilet right there made out of metal and we had a you know that chrome color you know you got a that silver chrome you got to shine it up every day mm. and mop it and you know and people don't want to go through i remember um i'm gonna get started because this is mr boston's day and, and i'm gonna um do this talk about this another time but it's it's just that people don't appreciate they think that everything that we are is handed to us a lot of people haven't even come out their cocoon yet, and mm. yet we're damaging them. We're damaging them because Absolutely. we want to push them. Absolutely. We don't give them an opportunity. We don't give them an opportunity. And so you have Mr. Blossom here who got students. And mm-hmm. he, like, they come and talk, tell Mr. Blossom. And he, he didn't say, oh, this is what I did. They're, this is my work. No, they came to him and said, this is what you did for me. And that's what I like to hear, people mm. who did for me. So I'm just going to cut it down, listen to the rest of the show, and enjoy the rest. Thanks for sharing. Wow. Well, I want you to know that was truly compelling. That message was heard. And someone out there that was listening tonight, maybe they were taking this passion that they hear us uh, speaking so much about lightly, but I believe after hearing your testimonial, they realized, no, you can't take this lightly. This passion is deeply embedded within the soul of every artist because we have to suffer for the glory that yeah. they see. 
they have no idea about the glory, um, the suffering behind that glory. There's a story behind that glory. So I want to thank you for being open and sharing your story tonight. Yeah, so before I go, I want to, maybe before I can't sleep at night, I want to give Jesus Christ the glory because it's not, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. I didn't mm-hmm. restore myself, and I'm I'm out because I know I can go <laughs> on. And if the boss and I can go on. Bless this you. Is just, this is to celebrate you, Mr. Boston, so I'm just going to sit back and relax and listen. And more power to your pen, Joseph. And I will be in touch with you as well because we're currently in process now of uh, scheduling our calendar for the year forthcoming. So I will be in touch with you about scheduling you on the uh, panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show as a feature artist. And thanks again for sharing your story tonight. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We have Nishan, and then we're going back to Lady of Love and Master Bride. Hi. Welcome, Nishan. Yeah, how are you feeling tonight? Fine, fine. Thank you so much for hanging out and for being so patient. Um, We had a a lineup tonight. I was trying to get through everyone in the order in which they called in. Thanks for uh, hanging in there with us tonight. Not a problem. Mr. Boston and Deshaun, what's going on, baby? Yeah, I'm just calling out, you know, doing what I do, doing what I do. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I appreciate you, man, coming through. Man, I got much love for you, my brother. You know you that educated seducer. <laughs> <laughs> educated seducer, my, my, my. That's what I call you. I call you that educated seducer. Ooh wee! But you know, know I get all these accolades. You just gave me, you just gave me an idea. I'm gonna open up me a page called the educated, educated seducer. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Right. That's, what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's collaboration right there in full effect. I love it. <laughs> From yeah, one artist yeah. to another. Uh huh. That's yeah. quite all right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> when I first started Karen, I mean, I, I've I've been on the poetry scene for a while. I've been on the on the scene so long that I took a sabbatical from the scene mm. and came back to the scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been. Sitting on mic since um first mic I hit was in ninety one. <laughs> and I'm forty six. Mm. And you know, it's it's been growth and, and change and I I've seen growth and change in Jeffrey every time, Mr. Boston every time. I mean he just Rips into different directions that, <laughs> I mean, that's what, I mean, I, I like doing that too. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I I feel such akin to him because he, he likes to tell his stories in, 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 in such a touching as well as alluring, as well as seducing, as well as Educating, as mm-hmm. well as just being 
intellectually sound and logical. I, I, I just I, I just love listening to this brother speak and the way um, the intertwine of Lady of Love, Miss Lois Shaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, there were nights I was just I didn't want to speak because I just wanted to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! I understand. <laughs> They have such a symmetry, Lady of Love and Master Scribe. They their ink has such a symmetry. It it's something you desire to hear more of. It's that perfect combination, ink. Wow. It's Man. a rare find. Just the truth. So I'm searching out there. I'm searching. <laughs> searching. I'm searching and searching. <laughs> okay, I hear that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, Nishan, do you have a poem in honor of Master Scribe burning down the house and stage tonight? <laughs> well, Might I'd there like be a poem? I'd like to share one of my new pieces. Okay. Uh, the name of this piece is called The Uncensored Tongue. Mm. The Uncensored Tongue waging war, waging war till it's done, crossing enemy till the war is won, feeling all up in heat at the sound of the tongue, unleashing devastation, wrath, and expiration. No one wants to be wrong, so the fight wages on and on and on through the nations. Hateful words, hateful thoughts, hateful intentions, hateful actions, time and fractions. You are hating yourself when you're hating another. If you're hating another, you're hating your brother because we are all kin. Mm. Your family is all the world. Take that in. Let me repeat that again. Your family is all the world. Christ came down to save the family of mankind, the blessed and the cursed, the righteous and unrepentant, in the attempt to bring mankind to the light of paradise. This is the true prize in sight. But ISIS now taking life, mm. making hateful threats against other men just because they were born American. We are still kin to Arabian or African, to all the peoples of the world, yet the lie in your heart and mind is that these divisions of our kind, that there is a more superior people, there is no truth in that. Mm. We are equally Mm. superior to only the beast of the field, but there is no man higher than another in the case of superiority. We are not judged based upon comparison of one to the other, you see. We are judged on our own actions of how we treat one another. When you unbridle your tongue to spew forth hateful tendencies, words come into light. It is normal. The principle that what you put forth from your mouth and tongue will come to fruition. It brings it to light, brings actions of hate, but it's not too late to repent and change your ways. Spread love from now on and for the rest of your years and days. Stop these ceaseless, endless, needless wars. Treat one another like family. 
once more. Mm. Stop the senseless persons that you've been doing. Mm. The uncensored tongue is like a gun or what, a, like a sword or a gun, like a fiery tool or weapon used in public can cause machinations of situations. So think, love first before you speak. Be humble, honorable, meek. For the truth of our existence, seek. Seek knowledge of peace. Grow to understand we are man. Together, we can do anything. Snap, snap, snap. That was amazing ink. It was a message for all ages and for all mankind. I really love the tone. I love that it was very direct and you were specific. It was to each and every one of us. Um, if we call ourselves human or man, whatever we call ourselves, mankind, womb, man, um, we need to reflect on those words. That was a message for such a time as now especially during this time when we hear so much in the news about ISIS and terrorism and terroristic threats, we need to be made aware of what's real and the the real true enemy is hate. That's true. Regardless of what package it comes in, whether it comes in the name of ISIS or any any other name. And we're here on this planet for a reason. And it takes all nations coming together for us to fully understand what that reason is. And I think as long as we're divided, we're not seeing the, the, the big picture as for why we're here. And if it takes aliens or intelligent life forms or other planets to come to this planet to redirect humanity and as to the right course we should be on, so be it. I just think that we can start by loving ourselves, number one, yeah. loving our neighbors as we love ourselves, and I think that will limit a whole lot of things that are ills or social ills um, that are rampant in today's society. Love is the answer, everyone. It really is. I love that poem because that's what it's telling us. Get back to basics and love on each other. <laughs> that is the truth. Yes, indeed. That's the only way we're going to get through the madness. And in these wars, you know. That's the only way I can wake up in it every morning. That's I mean, right. But, you know, you deal with people daily. So, you know, you need to be able to uh, function in a way that you have proper health for yourself. And when mm. you have proper health for yourself, it actually is contagious. Good health. When you're around with people with good health, you'll notice that they also have good health. Mm. Um, because 
because, because you know it's 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 like a smaller two pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, a smaller two pages. Uh, just like status is contagious. All these these emotions that we go through, they're all contagious. And mm-hmm. you know, we naturally can um, can heal another person who's in mourning by giving them uh, words of encouragement and words of, and, 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 and and actually giving bodily um, body language that that um, that emphasizes and shows them empathy mm-hmm. empathy. Emphatic um, gestures that will coax them and and make them feel better. We can heal their their pain with just a hug. Sometimes, sometimes we need to let them cry on our shoulder, and that's healing. So to release those those pains that are inside, sometimes it needs to come out that way. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you, when you know that someone that 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 you care about is is in pain, you need to be with them to help them through their pain. That's it. That's right. It's healing. It's time to care. That's right. Definitely. You can't just see that wounded brother and that wounded sister on the roadside bleeding life departing from their bodies, and we just watch and just stare and not do anything. It's like, where's the love? We've got to reach out. We've got to care more, and we've got to save those who we can save. It's not meant for everybody to die in this war, you know? Um, Somebody has to... Survive to tell the story. Everyone can't die. <laughs> you know, you know there's going to be martyrs, but it's not meant for everybody to die now. Somebody's got to stay alive and be that survivor. So save those who we can save. That's our mission. True that. Thank you. Very true that. And thanks again for that poem. Awesome. No problem. Not a problem. Mr. Boston. Yes, sir. How'd you like that? Man, I always love it, man. You know, the beautiful thing about it, man, is that we, you know, we are a family, you know. That's the thing we need to see. We are a family, and we continue to be our family, and so with that, you know, we have to just keep on doing what we do. You know, that's the beautiful part of everything, man. We know where we're going, where we want to do, and how we're going to do it. You know, that's the part that I like. That's exactly the part that I like, you know, for sure. For sure. We're going to keep on, we're going to keep on doing what we do. You know, it ain't no, it ain't no second thoughts about it. We're going to keep on doing what we do. You know. True that. Yes, indeed. 
Well, I want to acknowledge we have guest number nine still with us in the chat room. I want to say to guest number nine, thank you for hanging out. It's always good to know there's other ink heads in the chat room, aside from myself. <laughs> we had several, but some people, they just couldn't hang tonight. They said, we love the show. We love Jeffrey, but we got to go. I'm I'm sleepy. I'm tired. Had a long day. Well, I I understand. I forgive you. I understand. <laughs> so we're going to get back. <laughs> I'm not going to wait until 10.30 tomorrow, so I'm I'm probably going to get off this, this phone in a couple of minutes myself. Okay. I feel you. We're not on too much longer. We want to hear one more collab piece from well, the I'm, Lady I'm, of Love and Queen Poetress. That's what I'm going around to listen to. So. All right. All right. I'm going to put my phone on mute. <laughs> Welcome back, Lady of Love, Queen Poetress. Thank you. Thank you for the And t- thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here with my collab partner, you know. And yes, indeed. Honoring him on his on his feature. Um, it's just awesome. He's just an awesome, awesome person, uh, along with this fabulous ink, you know. Yes, indeed. And Queen Poetress, I will definitely be chatting with you off the air as well uh, because we definitely have to schedule you back on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show. We will have you back, and we're looking forward to having you back in the upcoming year. My pleasure. Just, mm-hmm. just give me a day, you know, and I will be there. Wonderful. We're gonna and we're gonna try and do some type of a um special uh once your book launches, we wanna do like kind of a christening type um uh show as well and have you back then once your first book is launched. Because there's never going to be another like your first. So we wanna help you celebrate and we'll uh be talking about that off the air as well. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I'm encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> that's, look, that's the goal. <laughs> we love your ink, and we want the world to love your ink, so we're looking forward to when your first book drops and launches. Yes, thank you. Well, All right, Master Scribe, it's you and Lady of Love. The spotlight is turned on to you both. It's collab partnership time. I just wonder, um, I stepped into your mental corridor and uh, had a few thoughts about some things, and one that really stood out um, that we could share uh, is dining. Hmm. I I think I want to dine on your thought, Master Poet. Generated words, digesting them, feeding my soul intimately, sharing qualitative love from his entry. I had no power, nor called into will strength to resist him laid before him in bare, fiery desire, unashamed, as he stirred in my mental stream, 
directing current flow in the pattern of his heat sensors, placed by remote orchestration, directing how she feels, him pulsing his way into her hallowed garden. Mm. Lady of love, you know who this is. This is Mr. Austin, a.k.a. Chess Piece, Lens Cleaner, Voice Instructions on Wet Disc. Let this CD340 fit into your slit, girl. This is not for your laptop. This is to make you get off. When your words came, I ate them. Then they were my joy and my heart's delight. This is the train of thought which underlies Mr. Boston's expressions, his memory digested them in his mind and carefully retained them. Flow seeks pattern of her pink, heat, unique, layered desire to stream in her mental remote and orchestration deserving his design designation into her desirables of desire. A familiar pulse of power ran through her. The connection blossoming into a radiant and vigorous woman and submittance. Mm. My, 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 baby. But, you know, this is what happens, baby. I feel you when you sneeze. I have absorbed so much of you, concentrated. I share the feelings of your mood. This could be a freaky kind of thing, but for thought of brilliant display, it's a blend of intimate cognition, making what we share over and over again, flaming rose. Cognition, ignition, implosion, explosion. Intimate feelings and thoughts don't translate well in text form. That is hard enough when you are looking into your lover's eyes, but often much voice intonation, body language, and the sharing of metaphysical energy. Cognitive empathy is the ability to know what other people are feeling. But I'm saying that it's the conscious neural activity, quiet consciousness. I will make your brain freak out. Creativity. Control myself when I want to need to be dangerous with you. Just having you close and touching, smelling you, drinking your melted sunshine as you sip from my goblet on the porch of Venus's cafe, so alone in the middle of a cosmic star rain. It feels that way when your soul touches mine in those intimate chambers you take me to. Looking deep into our soul's mirror for mirror reflections, for mirror reflects our beauty. Share in love. I am one, two, three, four, five. Three plus three is nine. Three, 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 <clears throat> nine. Strictly for your eyes only. Maybe you are going to go crazy just to have 
you with me to fill you close. My rainy days are dull clouds. You please pray that I will reach a level of happiness that cannot be touched. Her skin smiled with its touch beyond reason. An important encounter are planned by the souls long before the bodies see each other. Real love is the one celebrating itself as the two. I am in you and you are in me. Love is composed of a single soul inhabiting two bodies. As the river surrenders its, its oceans, what is inside me moves inside you. When there is no longer any fear and both twin flames are connected to their high self, love will draw them towards each other like magnets. However, when the slightest bit of fear returns, they will feel more and more estranged from the love they felt, repelling effect and flight. My God, trembling her flesh now as you have connected, stepping onto my frequency, feeling me walking through your substance, touching from the inside out as we sensate divinely in our heavenly matrix. She moans with pleasure as you take me by my hand, reaching into my potent, long, hard section. His expression meant only for here, bend over. I share my heart with you as I minister to your desire, satiating her with language she adores as she speaks plainly into her strawberry field, selecting the ripened blossom for his established his edible delight. Looking into the next chapter of the green book, so beautiful. May I take you from the cover or will you unfasten me from the index? Maybe twist and turn with me on from page to page, keeping her close to each paragraph as he dictates his splendid verbal warfare. Love flows through my core and back to you. And you said, take your hand, say your love, I'm going to pull your hair. I want to hear someone remind me that if I want to have loving feelings, I need to do loving things, open your gates that would lead me to my freedom, where he is. Now you could feel him at the end, the libido rush of sexual organs, sensory organs, touching flesh. He smiled in triumph, a look of pure pleasure on his face. His mouth masked against her sensitive flesh as he lapped up all of her. She flinched when she felt the chill of his large, strong hands reaching under her shirt. He breathed hitches in her throat when I so forwardly go into and in between her legs to drag two long fingers up and down her wet slip. Just the gentle touch of my hand was enough to truly make her go crazy. And she stared up at me, waiting for his next move. Lightly tapping her thighs, he says, open up. She obeys without even thinking about it. I raised two fingers to my lips and slid them down my tongue, coating them with saliva, and then without warning, I plunged them deep inside her, burying them deep within her warmth, and she whimpered loudly at the intrusion. 
and every inch of resistor floundered like a fish out of water. Finger stroked her mercilessly, moving in and out with a force and determination so extreme, so good. She started to cry. Her mouth had gone dry. Her breathing had gone shallow. And the vermin sensation she was experiencing had completely shattered her mind to pieces, leaving only her body so badly craving and needing whatever it was I was willing to give her. The day was just a training day while she lay dazed, collapsed against the wall of her mind. Lady of love, your wet board, your wet board piece has been wiped clean. Checkmate. <laughs> it's been a year, Jeff. <laughs> it's been a whole year. You still checkmate. <laughs> you never let me forget it. You will never let me forget it. <laughs> I shut the master scribe down with a piece. Mm. He he didn't expect that. I don't know what. You might have had some tests or something, something concerning your work or whatever. And, um, yeah. And we we met we met up on on our show. Was it? Our, no, mm. it wasn't our show. We were on Jaggies. We met up on Jaggy, and um, I had that piece, <laughs> ice ski, and he was he was just. Nobody shuts him down. Nobody shuts him down. <laughs> so I've I've been paying for at, at the end of most pieces. You'll hear him say checkmate, and that's because that last stanza was so profound that you know he he gets me back with that last stanza, <laughs> as I did him with the entire piece. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's. A tribute to greatness. Great minds think alike. Yeah. It's awesome. You've met your match. It's just awesome. In ink. (laughs) (laughs) I think that should be a goal of every literary artist, that before they take their last breath on this side, before the afterlife, that they will meet their ink partner in goodness and meet their match. I think that that should be a desire that every literary artist should have. Wow. That's my opinion. Because I think that, you know, soulmates are on more than just one level or dimension. A lot of people just... Um, refer to it in in the sense of a marriage, man and wife. But I believe also that a marriage exists in the arts too. Your your pens can be wet. Your um, destiny in in chronology, per se can be that of a soulmate, just in the same but just not the same, hmm. just in, in, in partnership in ink, per se, rather than partnership in life, per se. And I think that you're not fully complete until you meet your soulmate, artistically speaking, in that same regard. 
I think, who was it, Brother Nishan? I believe he was talking about it, saying he's searching, he's searching, he's searching. Brother Nishan? I believe you were touching on it, how you were saying you were searching, you were searching after you heard the collab piece between Jeffrey and uh, Lois. And Jeffrey being that king on the chessboard, Lois being that queen on the chessboard, she checkmate. She did checkmate her king. <laughs> but see, I I continued to protect him. He and she, he, right. he he did not die. You know. That's right. Absolutely no, he can't die. <laughs> she keeps her king alive. I wrote a piece. It's, it's ironic that you. Stated that, and it was about how, why the king has to remain at the side of his queen because she holds his liver, mm-hmm. and he knows to remove himself from her side will mean the death of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. having that, you know, awareness, that understanding. Mm-hmm. It I goes very, deep. It goes deep. I can very well see that, you know, and too, she's she's by his oh his side. Mm-hmm. And and the the liver the liver is on the right side of him. And mm-hmm. Usually that's where he keeps her. You know. Right. That's you it. Know, usually you know a a a, a true a, not a, a real man but a true man keeps that mm-hmm. woman by his side close to his that's side. Right. She may walk that. the gate. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm little. I'm short. So my gate is 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 tiny. But Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't make a difference because he will keep that hand, hold that hand to keep her mm. right in that sh- right in that side, you know. Right in that side. Right in How that side. How about that? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, people are so they're they're so unaware. Mm-hmm. They all they. I I wrote a piece about that. You know, women. They're so mm-hmm. they want a man, they want men, but you know you, you you don't really know what to do with him. All you do is mess him up, right? You know, right. When somebody did, that right. really he, knows yeah. what to do with him comes along, he's all jacked up. Mm-hmm. You got to iron him out and press mm-hmm. him and steam him and everything, and get him, you know, just to even trust, you know, because what, mm-hmm. what 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 women who don't know what to do with certain types of men get a hold of them mm. um they 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 jerk these men's um um they they jerk the trust mhm that's right most relationships all start out the same way all this hot heat love thing and whatnot and then all it takes is one little something to break it you mm. know mm-hmm. where where the woman cannot remain loyal as a woman to him and there it is. It's all jacked up, and he's floundering, you know. Mm. Oh, my. I tell you, that message, that message, so true. And it needs to be heralded throughout the black community because there's this um, false pretense and false notion um, and uh, women liberalism. It's, mm. it's falsely interpreted and our women are believing that they don't need a man. That's crazy. That's I'm man enough crazy. for 
for myself. I don't need a man. Now, they that's say, you know, I don't. That is absolutely. I'm not going to oh, tell nobody. Goodness. Nothing stupid like that. No right. Man, no man will ever, ever hear me disgrace myself mm. by saying something that busy mm-hmm. that I don't need a man. I mm. need a man in my life. I need a man for guidance, mm-hmm. instruction. You understand? That's That's I, I, I need him for protection. That's total respect, yeah. And I need him to make love to me, okay? That's right. All right. I need him. I yes, I don't want to do. push I don't want to push him away. Mm-hmm. I I I don't want to tell my girlfriends nothing about him cuz that's none of your business. Mm-hmm. And and I you know you know what I'm saying? I I don't I don't want to go shopping with nobody. If I want to mm-hmm. do something like that, I want him to be with me. I want him to have my hand mm-hmm. and guiding me through whatever, wherever, you know. That's right. No, beautiful, no. beautiful. Yeah. That's, this know. is the kind of talk. This is the type of dialogue that needs to become widespread in society today. Yeah, man. They mm. don't know. They don't know. They, no. you, they, they, you know, you, your, your friends, you know. Have you ever mm. walked through the house with your lover, your man, your, your, your mate, and mm. holding hands for no reason? You know, you in the darn house. Mm, mm, you know what I'm saying? Yes. For no reason. Just walk over to him and hug him, you know, and let him snuggle into your body and stuff, you know, just for no reason. It no gives him reason. that comfort. They don't be knowing, man. The man <laughs> asked him to fix him a, a, a biscuit and some gravy, even if you didn't know how to fix it, and he did. Tell mm-hmm. them, you know, you get in there and you, you learn what he needs. Right. You know, you right. learn what the oh, heck I love he this. needs. Yes, indeed. They don't be knowing, Fran. And mm. they they be jumping up here getting these men, and, and the men be so fly. They be so deep and so fly. And they got mm-hmm. some half-baked floozy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Taking mm-hmm. up space and time. Mm. You know, and then he be all twisted and turned around. I come along. And he all jacked up. I can't do nothing with him. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's right. Oh, that's my. right. We got to do a show on this for sure. <laughs> this is real talk right here. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real. And then they they running over to their little silly girlfriends, telling them all about what he don't have and what he didn't do and all this mm. kind of foolishness and whatnot. They don't really want no man. I'm like Juanita buying them, buying them now. They don't want no man. All they want is hips. They just mm. want they, they just want hips. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no man. Mm-hmm. As a man, you have to take care of a man. That's it. That's right. That's right. You have to honor it, your king. Yes, but but if in the event something should happen to him, then what what do you do? Pitch him out in the street? Hell no. Mm. You, you continue to do to take care of him, you know, That's do whatever, right. you know, keep him comfortable and man, keep that man worry free so he can make love, you know, to you for <laughs> real. He wants to, not that he can, he wants to, he desires to be that way with you, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't be knowing, girl. They got these men. Then when the man turn around and look at another woman, they want to beat him up and carry mm-hmm. on hooping and a hollering and acting stupid. But shoot, you ain't doing 
what in, what needs to be done to keep his attention focused on you. So, yeah, you know, there it is. You know. There it is. There it is. The moment of truth. Mm. Jack not. up these brothers. That's how come they running around all crazy. They mm-hmm. all jacked up from the... I had one dizzy woman tell one of my colleagues that she he to date her he got to spend two hundred dollars for dinner something like you know what the hell mm. the all gonna be eating you know? <laughs> 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 I was like man there'd be a whole lot of doggy bags coming up at that restaurant <laughs> right <laughs> like you had gone grocery shopping you know. Mm-mm-mm. I'm like, what the hell? How are you going to tell a man something like that? You know what? Mm. If, if we went to 7-Eleven and got a hot dog, we good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> if that's if if that's what's up, that's what it is. My mm-hmm. thing is I want to be with him. I like being Right. With him. That's it. That togetherness. Yeah. You know. That time of togetherness. That's what it's all about. Like you said, just holding hands. Mm-hmm. You know, just being with each other. Mm-hmm. They don't be knowing. Uh, they see mm. some, you know, and our brothers, our our kings, our melanin mm-hmm. kings are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. One one is more gorgeous than the next. Every last one of them, if you really look at them, I'm, the, you know, mm-hmm. even the ones that have bummed themselves out, you can look and see. Damn, he's right. a good looking right. man. You know, and mm-hmm. um, uh, they, you know, all they want is this fine brother. You know, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's that's it. And how long does fine last? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so I want something. Else. I want a brother that's gonna school me, educate me, and we can confer backwards and forward, pass information between each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, and lift me up. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I do the same for him because he's going to deposit in me and I'm going to give him back the baby that he put in me. And I don't mean a physical baby. Mm-hmm. 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 They don't know. They don't know. Wow. That's right there. That That's real. That's it ought to be against genuine. the law. You're the, mm-hmm. when, when they mess up, the man ought to be able to take that ass down into the jailhouse, you know, mm. and tell and, and tell the judge, you know, look, thus and so, thus and so, you know. You ever hear men say your your mama ain't teach you nothing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's 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 mm-hmm. the product of that. that right. Uh, See, I, my father was six six. I'm only five four, so I, I definitely wasn't five four at ten and eleven, you know, and, and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I had to iron his shirts. I had to walk the length of the ironing board because his clothes were so big. Mm-hmm. But my mom taught me how to iron a man's shirt, um, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, my father wore boxer underwear. And we iron those, you know, and fold them up. And she showed me how to fold up the man's clothes and how to hang the trousers on the hanger. 
you know, in the you put the belt, you know, you have a, a, one of those belt hook things. Yeah. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Put the shoe trees back in his shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, he step out of them and put the dog on shoe trees in the man's shoes and put him in the closet. Oh, how come you can't pick up your stuff? That's not even necessary, you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it's not even. It's not necessary. No, it's not. They don't be Counterproductive. Knowing. They don't be knowing what to do with no brother. Mm. They need something else. (laughs) 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 They need, man, they need something else. They don't be needing no brother. Leave these brothers alone with your dumb self. Mm -hmm. Because there are some of us, yes, there are some of us women who like being that way with their man because they know it's right. Mm -hmm. That's true. Beautiful. Well stated. Well, I I tell you, it's been a wonderful, wonderful show tonight. I want to thank you, Lady of Love, for those sentiments which you have shared because they were pearls and true proverbs and just words of wisdom. If anyone... Needed to know, now they know. So they're accountable now. <laughs> exactly. There you go, Fran. That's, That's right. right. They're accountable. They know now. They're accountable now. Now they know. See, they they stupid. You're never stupid when you're catering to um, mm-hmm. your man. First of all, you ain't got no business telling nobody what you're doing with him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there, what judgment, if you keep it to yourself, what judgment is there? The judgment is when you take your dumb self outside and start telling Sally mm-hmm. and Sue, Susie May all about it and stuff and whatnot. Because if, any, if there's any stress, you need to be, this is the man that you love. If there's any stress, you need to be able to talk to him. And tell mm. him, you know, thus and so, thus and so. You don't be taking that stuff outside the house. There was a man, there was a woman, and the man um, did it on Facebook, which I, I told Jeffrey about it. Mm. And I absolutely thought it was, he. the man was totally right. She took his business out talking about it with her girlfriends. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he made a stand in the corner because she was acting like a child. So, <laughs> okay. He put her hips in that corner. He wow. put her hips in that she deserved just that. Gave her One, a timeout. <laughs> yeah, gave her a timeout. And see, there was somebody on Facebook that hit me. Oh, my goodness. They had a whole lot of talking in the inbox <laughs> telling me about I have, I was putting people, putting women back, you know, a thousand mm. years. I'm like, are you crazy? You don't mm-hmm. take your business outside of the home. He did exactly right. She acted like a kid, so mm-hmm. he treated he her like her, one. Right. Those are her own medicines. Exactly. He treated her just like she um, she warranted being treated. So, you know, mm. they, they they don't be thinking, you know. They got to watch the man and listen to him. You know, if you don't want to listen to him, get away and go get you somebody you can listen to. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. That's yeah. true. Leave him alone. Don't mess him up. Good advice. Don't mess him up. That's it. Too many broken men, too many fragmented men out there, and women are the cause for it. Yep. And they talking yes, about indeed. they broken hearted. They ain't never loved him, so how was your heart broken? Mm. 
You ain't mm-hmm. never been up there in him. You ain't in there. You, you, he's a showpiece. He's an arm piece for you. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not into him. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. No, show. He'd be a showpiece. Something that they can strut around with him on their arm. You know, look at who I got or whatever. You know. Hmm. They don't even know what's happening with him at all. Mm-mm-mm. How very true. And you can tell, like, when you see some of the men, you can kind of read it when you, you can look see it in, in their, their eyes. eyes. Yeah. Exactly. You can see it. It lingers in their yeah, eyes. You can see? read it. You know. See, it's That's not right. him. It's not him. And sometimes I've heard people say it and say, you know what? It is not his fault. That's right. <laughs> I it's mean, this, you know, it's not his broad. fault. It's that dizzy broad mm-hmm. that he got up in that house that he thought that, you know, she was going to be whatever. I don't know how how that happens because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, everything is different. You know, you think it's, you know, it, you give it a shot. That's what it's about. You give it a, mm-hmm. you give it a shot. Um, but you need to check further, I guess, in them backgrounds. See, I had, yeah. I had yeah. country country folk. That's it. I was the old way. My grandma told me if he only made $10, she told me to take five and put it away and run the mm. house on the other five, you know, mm-hmm. and don't be complaining and, you know, and, and stay home, you know, and don't be having a mm-hmm. house full of women. Right, and and right. I never, I never did that. I don't have no girlfriends that I'm going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere having no drinks with mm-hmm. no bunch of old hens, okay? Mm-hmm. With all that mm-hmm. cackling and all that talking and putting men down and talking right, crazy. Right, right. I'm not going to sit with you with that foolishness, Mel okay? Bashing. that's what yeah, it is. I'm not, you know, because I'm going to be home with my man, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you go drink liquor in the bar and be part yeah. of the arena for men to be picking out that's whether right. or not they can take you home. Because, see, they can't take me home. Mm-hmm. not going nowhere with nobody. Can nobody right. tell tell nobody that they ever picked me up out of no holes or corners. Mm-hmm. That there you go. We yeah. gotta have high standards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I'm not you know I'm not saying friend that anybody's a buzzard, but you know they they let their girlfriends take mm-hmm. them off kilter. Right. You know, you hear them talking about girls' night out. Hell mm-hmm. no. My mm-hmm. night out is in that bed with that man. Right. Well, or <laughs> they try to make it sound so pretty, ladies' night out. No. <laughs> no. I'm not going nowhere with right? them. I ain't going nowhere with them. We hugs. know what that's about. They're not taking me, they're not taking me off my square. Come on, and, and he doing, you on your throne. Exactly, he doing what's what's what I need, and I'm mm-hmm. going. What I'm going outside for? <clears throat> First of all, I don't want to go outside. I want to be hooked up somewhere up underneath him. Right, the king and the queen. That's it. You know, if I go outside, let me go with him. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. If you know, oh, yeah. you don't. You know, you don't. This is you good don't, medicine talk right here. You don't um, you don't go against your house That's right. to please someone else, you know. Oh, girl, he got you 
under his thumb. Well, damn it, let him keep me under his thumb so that <laughs> you bunch of fools don't get me hurt. That's it. That's it. My, you know, my, my. They got to have to, they got to know. You see, they have to be confident, and most of them are not, you know. Mm-hmm. They need, they need the, um, they need the approval of these women. Mm. No. That's what it is. No, I need their approval. I want his approval. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a real woman. I don't need that foolishness. Uh, you can't go nowhere with me buying no shoes and no clothes. Because, <laughs> see, first of all, first of all, you ain't going to pick or, you know, suggest anything right, to me. Right. That's going to be pretty on me and, and, you know, and enhance what I have. You're not going to suggest because mm-hmm. once I put it on and I look cute in it, you're not going to dig it, you know. So I don't mm-hmm. need that. I don't need That's that. True. I don't need that. <laughs> you know. I mean, yes, you know, yes, they got yes. they they don't take they don't take heed of the lessons and the lessons have been coming down across mm-hmm. for years, for years and years. Did you oh, most yeah. most of the times they be with women who throw them under the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, all kinds mm-hmm. of stupid stuff go goes on. Oh yeah. It only took me once or twice to see the the, the two facedness and the mm-hmm. and the foolishness with them. And I had nothing else to do than I married a man that kept me in his pocket. Mm. You know. Yeah. That's that's how it's supposed to go. That's right. He's yeah. my he's my influence. He's the one that speaks into my life, not these dumb hussies. Because mm. see PMS will take them off kilter. Oh mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. PMS and they're they telling you A and, and it's C and you see it's C but they they're convincing you it's A. Mm-hmm. You know, oh girl, I didn't mean that. I don't know what was wrong with me. Well, wait a minute, you didn't have me make some crazy decision off of something. That's something. Yeah. So let me go home and talk to this brother, and and he gonna put me on straight street, and, and mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm. I'm good. You know. Mhm. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, those are my experiences. That you know. Yeah. If I didn't, if I had never lived it, I wouldn't know it either. Wouldn't know it. You know. And it's all about just sharing to those that will listen. Yeah. It'll save them from a lot of troubles. Mm. Yeah. If he choose you, you you need to get it right. You need to know how to do more than boil some water. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and and them thongs and them cute little <laughs> panties, you know, after a while, you know, mm-hmm. that ain't going to be, he's not going to be interested anymore. That's right. You, you don't have nothing else for him, and that wears out. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, mm-hmm. you got you to gotta mm-hmm. have something going. you got to have something going. Elevate yourself. Learn. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself, you know. Gotta have a beautiful mind and a beautiful soul too, not just a beautiful physique. Oh, that child! A couple mm. of biscuits and, a, and some cornbread and some beans will take that off, you know. <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> you'd be looking like Humpty Dumpty right through the middle. Oh, my oh, you know. <laughs> now that is funny. Mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm. I hope our listeners out there is really taking this all in because this is good food right here. This is soul food. It'll save your marriage, save you, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm telling save you. Save the you village, know, save everybody. Everything, everything. They be, you know, the, the cat sitting in the house all quiet. He's sitting in the house quiet because there's nothing going on with you that he can attach himself to. If, mm. he, if he say A, your dumb ass say C. Mm. You know? Mm-mm. The man be trying to tell you some, shut up and listen to him and That's then right. go ahead, you know, and try, you know, to, to try to understand. If you don't understand, ask him, you know. Mm. But mm. Mo- most men, men, men are information centers. And if, and if, if mm-hmm. he's not, if he's not, then you don't need to be with him. But, you know, right. you get a hold of a dude that's straight information, man, what? Man. All you got to do is listen. All you got to do is listen. Just be cool. Hold your peace. Yeah, <laughs> right. But see, they be having that PMS crap, you know. And that. See, I never had that. Mm-hmm. I never had no PMS where every two weeks I was, you know, Broomhilda and and And, and you know, there's, there's a solution for that. I always um, like to share evening primrose for those mm-hmm. that really go through it mm-hmm. <laughs> for PMS symptoms. I know. You can I know. take evening primrose. Take your ass down there to that gym. That hazelnut. That Stop, gym. Leave that chocolate alone because it's caffeine and a lot of this. Well, if it's not raw chocolate, they adding caffeine to it, and that's why you're so hyped to begin hyped with. Mm-hmm. Lay off the chocolate. Leave the sodas alone. There's oh. so much in them that will cause cramping and deplete your bone of calcium there. Yes. Finding out it, it, it leads to arthritis yes. and a lot of other issues with degenerated bone disease. So let's drink more water, ladies. It keeps everything healthy and vital and fresh on the inside. And when you're healthy, vital, and fresh on the inside, you're going to look like it on the outside too. Absolutely. So there, a lot of it has to do with our diet. Um, our conversation, you are what you eat, what you think, and what you speak. And you need that green leafy vegetables. Most folks eat meat and rice, you know. No no green vegetable. Um, yes, indeed. No yellow vegetable, you know, none of that stuff. And everybody's drinking energy drinks. They were saying something about it today. Oh, it'll Tea. take you to the ER. Yeah, man, that was it is taking about. a lot of our young people and college students yeah. to the ER. Leave mm-hmm. those energy drinks alone. Make yourself natural drinks. Um, mix your your kale greens with your carrots with your fruits. Make yourself natural smoothies and and your um, Greek yogurt, non-fat mm-hmm. Greek yogurt. Mix it together. You will get. All that you need to keep you revitalized from the inside out. We've got to start eating healthier. And we've got to start speaking healthier. And we've got to start thinking healthier. And we'll be healthier. Vitamin B100 complex. An absolute absolute vital and a necessity. And you have all the energy you need. You will see the difference you mm-hmm. if you take it. Vitamin um, B100 complex. Also, alkaline the water. I'm sorry, I mentioned about water, but alkaline your water. Add at least a tablespoon of olive oil to your spring water. Mm-hmm. Also, you can have cucumber, um, mint leaves, and also... Um, 
or just water and parsley, and that will help to detoxify your body. We've got to detoxify our body, ladies. That's a lot of why some of us are so grumpy and we're aging too fast. Too much toxins in our bloodstream. Echinacea will help with cleansing of the bloodstream. Golden seal, this is the time for golden seal. Yes, promote um, a healthier immune system because the superbugs are out now. <laughs> and and not not only that, you need your the the immune supports um uh, cuz I take it oil of oregano. Mhm. My mm-hmm. that's the mushroom. The mushroom. My mm-hmm. silver water. Teaspoon tablespoon. I we used to take no, an ounce. I'm sorry, an ounce a day. Mm-hmm. Kaleidal silver water to boost that immune system, and the number one of it all, wash your hands mm-hmm. frequently. Wash right. your darn hands. That's what keeps down colds and pats and stuff around. Yes, that wash, is number one. Wash, wash your hands. hands. People... That it folks me, I got a cold. I got a cold. You need to wash your hands. You mm-hmm. need to wash your hands. You're touching things. And vitamin C, a thousand. If you're going to take a supplement of vitamin C, take a thousand a day. That mm-hmm. will really boost your immune system. Immune system, yeah. You know, yeah, we vitamin- need stronger immune systems today. There's so much in the air. And in the water, and the chemtrails are getting more severe. severe. They're adding more things yes. now to these chemtrails that they're releasing in our air. So, and that is why even the birds—they're saying a lot of birds are refusing to fly in certain areas because they're, they're staying on the ground because they know what's in the air. It's exactly. it's, it's lethal. Exactly. exactly. And, and you, you know, birds of flight, they are born to fly. So for them to refuse to fly, that says shoot. everything to me. That, exactly. And you can oh see those God. trails. I, I was, you know, when I was a kid, I used to see them. Mm-hmm. And I and I was wondering, you know, well, why are they still there? He's long gone. You know, you could hear the, mm-hmm. the plane, you know. He's long gone. What the heck is that? But, you know, I had no clue. Of course, I'm too young to know anything, you know. That's right. Um, but now, you know, I mean, and, you know, the trails have gotten thicker. Exactly. They've, they they've are really, oh, my God. horrible. You know, and every you notice everybody's got sinus. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, asthma. And asthma. And People that this. never had it as a exactly. child are developing it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Allergies, all types of allergies. And you don't know what the heck the allergy is, mm-hmm. you know. Man, I'm telling it's you, it's airborne. It's airborne. In the air, it, they're they're um, contaminated. It's purposely being done. Absolutely. It's, it's a depopulation agenda underway. They're contaminating the air, the water, and the the land, and the livestock, the cattle. And it started with the, the cows. To bring to bring because they eat the grass. It, to bring mm-hmm. it from the billions to mm-hmm. bring the population to the to the millions. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's something I like think... five. Hundred million, they want the population. I'm yeah. Like, what? what Did you know they actually about? they're stones, and these stones were carved right carved writings on these stones in Georgia, and there's so much talk about it now. Hmm. These stones have been there for ages, hmm. and it literally reads that the population has to be a certain number on this planet. 
So whomever these uh, persons are that are classified as our elitists, this is their agenda to bring the numbers down. Yep, exactly. You never heard of so much mm-hmm. cancer before and all these different oh things. Oh, my gosh, you yes. You've got to be careful with the meat that you eat. That's why I don't eat in these places, in these restaurants. I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a premonition about that, you know, eating in these restaurants, that they're putting something in, in the food. You yes, know they are. I, Especially I'm, anything that you see on television that's being promoted, promoted. a lot. For you to either eat or drink, be leery of that. Mm-hmm. Run the other way. Oh, it's subliminal messages. Yes, I don't know what we're going to do, but just try to keep ourselves healthy. And That's not- right. We're going to fight it. We're going to fight it because we yeah. don't have to fall victim. We don't have to fall prey to it. We can resist it. Uh-huh. Knowledge is power. What did you say, Jeff? Matthew, Can't hear you. Can't hear I'm you. here. I'm just listening. Oh. I'm just listening. Oh. That's all. Just listening. Oh, okay. Um, I um, I truly enjoyed tonight. Tonight was a rare yes, occasion. Yes. Um, just uh, just phenomenal. It um. I, I I can't say different. I I really enjoyed mm-hmm. tonight. It was um, a beautiful um, reception mm-hmm. for yes. uh, uh, Jeff and mm-hmm. and his work, you know, and people appreciating what he 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 does and yes, how indeed. you know how he has helped a lot of people to realize certain things about their writing. That will enable them to write better, and he keeps them, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, close, you know, student close, mm-hmm. so that he can advise them on, you know, the whole thing is just to listen, you know, to listen to him, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just love how um, open, it was like every artist was sharing about, you know, just bearing their souls and sharing something intimate that maybe they never shared before mm-hmm. on the mic when they uh, had the opportunity to express themselves. And I think that's just awesome. I mean, you just never know which way the show, you know, what flow is going to go forward on the show. And each night it's always different, but I really appreciate yeah, the all, flow yeah, we had tonight. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. I want to thank every artist that contributed it was definitely a joint effort. It, it, it flowed. It flowed because it was anointed to flow. Mm. Had there not been an anointing for it to, it would not have. And that's, I agree with that. That's that's the beautiful thing about it, you know. That's that, right. We've um, got to remember there's always that spiritual base <laughs> to everything. If you don't have the spirit to... Um, Make it possible. It's not going to happen. Exactly. It's not going to happen. It's so. not going to happen. Correctly. Mm-hmm. It, it could. It may happen uh, because flesh can put stuff together. Mm-hmm. It may happen, but it it will have kinks and bugs in it. Mm. Okay, I heard that. What was that thing about the uh, fly and the apothecary? 
and it makes the ointments stink. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that. The, the slide and fl- flew into the ointment. Oh, right, that's it. No, no, no. So we we didn't have that tonight. <laughs> Good. Thank, Thank heaven. Thank God. Oh no, because Jeffrey would Jeffrey would have been having a fit. You know, he would <laughs> right. straighten that out right. He would have swatted that fly. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't have it got a, into the apothecary. No, a snowman wouldn't have had a snowball chance in hell to, right. to do anything. You know, um, for real. You know, mm-hmm. and and another thing for folks who think that they have sleeping problems. Vitamin D3, 5,000 um, international units, and calcium citrate mm, at, yes. night, at night before you go to sleep. You take your, your uh, vitamin D3, mm-hmm. and I, I noticed, I'm going to tell you, I noticed the difference. I had stopped taking my vitamin D3, and... Um, my I was getting circles under my eyes and, and mm. then I took it took it mm-hmm. and it was like gone. I was like, Oh shoot, this is because mm-hmm. I'm not taking my vitamin D three C. I used to do it sublingually. Right. And I, right. I changed doctors and um mm-hmm. he didn't he doesn't uh he doesn't supply it anymore and so um I mm. had to kinda like depend on going to the health food store and when you know, when you you run out and things, you know, you like forget and things. And mm-hmm. so I, I went to the health food store today and got my vitamin calcium and my vitamin D3, I, you know, so that I, I have enough of it so that I can keep myself, my bones good. Yes. And yes. I can get sleep because mm-hmm. what happens with the D3, the D3 throws you into REM quick. Mm. So that you know your body rests and you can right. Think if you and only that's get, what we need. Yeah. Right. If you only get a few hours, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But uh, if you you're trying to you know you just go to sleep, bang, and you know, and then you wake up two or three hours later, you're not in good shape. Mm. Know, so. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. 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 Thanks for sharing that. And you know, I'm just really getting into the vitamin D. Kick. I've I I heard so many testimonies mm-hmm. from men and from women who uh, are are supplementing with the vitamin D citrate uh, and um, how it it makes the difference. And I had um, not been doing it in the past, and now that I'm comparing, you know, when I wasn't to now that I am, I'm seeing yes, there's a contrast. You feel vi- revitalized yes, when you wake oh, up my in goodness. the morning. You yes. actually feel you feel good. You know, mm-hmm. you're ready. You're ready to run. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Thanks I, for um, bringing that out. Cause, and shame on me, I didn't think <laughs> to mention it. But thank you for bringing that out. So very important. Yeah, we gotta we gotta keep it right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people. Like you know, they fast food people. They run to the store. Oh, that's they have what it is. somebody have For somebody yes. delivering a pizza and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you got to think about these folks who made it. They they didn't get paid enough. They mad mm. as heck, and and they just they throw it, fall a drop on the floor. They pick it up and put it in because they don't have to eat it. They don't care. Mm-hmm. So, oh God! You know you have to think about. It. I do think about that. You know, right? We must. Me, we must. 
Tomaine poisoning on doggone airline, Delta Airline. I ate mm. something. This is when they were feeding you. Ate some man. When I got mm. my when I got to Florida and um took a nap mm-hmm. and woke up. Child, look at here. I was so <laughs> sick. I was so oh. sick I wound up in the hospital. Oh no. Mm. Yep. So, you know, kinda of like be a little careful, you know. Yes, thank you so much. Okay, good people. Okay. Well, I tell you, it's it's been real, everyone. Uh, we're going to hear from Master Scribe, and then we're going to close out tonight's show. Thank you. Thank you, God everyone, you. for thank you. Staying, staying on with us tonight. Well, Master Scribe, it's the mic is back into your hands, and you can wrap up tonight's show and... Give your contact information, and uh, if you have a poem, whichever way you want to close out, so be it. Okay. Many will not feel me, and only one can. Many will not understand me because I have become hardened against dismay and wrapped up secretly and laid apart in something that can't be refused to be used from day to day. Mm-hmm. But behold his heart in the new morning in the hues of love. But I want you to attempt to relate to me as I gather with the love within you. It may have a bearing on your love that you already have or the one you are seeking. Remember, my God is love, but, oh, girl, whose love's captured rocks my plantations, her Foundations, I am her answer to her happiness, related to her conditionality and the happiness to her personality. And gorgeous, her care and the two of love, nothing else matters without her. Nothing else is enough. Together we create unconditional acceptance, these living threads of acceptance threaded, weaving bonds of lasting happiness. Love like this is possible in our existence if one is willing to open the rooms of his heart or her heart, contemplating in the mind as they listen to their soul's suggestions. Loving her is so simple in all its aspects. I understand that some will reject and eject this love that will always be simple with differences and disagreements. Real love eliminates and disappointments and anger that turn disagreements into conflicts with psychological sickness. When one is angry, one is unlovingly blind, trying to control that a bold move, expecting one to make you happy. Who can control a strong woman? Who can control a strong man? when neither knows the rules of love's engagements without emptying his or her fears. I think you would agree. Love is not functional in this situation. Love is telling the truth and being thankful to yourself, giving others the encouragement to do the same and the opportunity to feel unconditionally loved by others. Keeping it real, as one would say, love is not withdrawing physically or emotionally. So stop running. 
See, faith has to play a part in the process, creating an atmosphere of trust in the possibility of true connection. Stop running from your truth like you have a flu, a virus. I am your freaky truth. We may never learn to love, but we can still learn another and find happiness in that love. For most of us, the real meaning of love, I've fallen in love. I've found someone who will give me all the imitation and levitation and gravitation. The love I need and want is that love. Real love is to be able to choose and change choices. Be seen and getting love, true, seen and accepted and loved. The power in the truth of self experiencing love consistently enough so one gets to know what it really feels like. And once you know, it becomes difficult to be deceived by imitation love. Before you can realize that, one must be willing to tell the truth to him or herself. Loving yourself first. And yet, what's passing sweet, despite the pain to feel and move and live and love again, that's love from a small corner, finding daylight within you to alter your eyes to fear and make your many passionate roses bloom that no man can come between because I will fight for you because I guard the corridors to your treasures, encourage you like we are riding on the chariots of the hours. Mm. My God. Mm-hmm. What a grand finale piece. Mm-hmm. That, was one from my, that was one from my first book. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is rich. That is so rich. Nothing can come between us. That was that's what I that was my whole um dissertation tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that that that's right. you know exactly what I, I'm saying. You know, nothing, nobody, nobody's um opinion about him, you know, nobody's mm-hmm. opinion about her, none of that, you know, can come between. Love, you know, and you got to love yourself. And I love me some Lois Marie. I love me. I love me some chocolate baby Lois Marie. Mm. That's key. That's right. right. We got to love ourselves first. We can't love somebody else until we've loved ourselves first. That's exactly, that's true to the point right there. Love me. absolutely true Mm -hmm. to the point. I, I'm, I'm that trying song to love by me Elvis, more. Love Me Tender, Love Me True. <laughs> <laughs> trying to love me some more. <laughs> That's right. Love on me. Well, I tell you, this has been more than what I bargained for tonight. I, 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 I would love for it to continue on, but we would all be snoring on the phone and the phones would be dropping out of our hands and... <laughs> But um, we will do this again for sure. We definitely will do this again for sure. I'm looking forward to our next time supporting and joining each other and networking and collabing. This was beautiful. Thanks so much to everyone. Thank you.
Much is appreciated. Thanks, Nashawn. Thanks, feature artists in the spotlight. Master Scribe, thanks. Phenomenal Queen Poetress, Lady of Love, thank you, thank you. And thank you, chat room, inkhead. Yes, I am not ashamed to say I am a bona fide inkhead. <laughs> at least it's ink, ink and it's nothing else, you That's know. That's right. I, I, I'll have blue, black, all all ink spurts all over my hands because I'm writing so much and the heat from my body is, is causing the pens to burst. <laughs> I had one experience that was unbelievable where the ink literally, I don't, I don't know how this happened. I'm used to it um, spilling out from the pen. But it didn't spill out. It literally, like, gelled, got solid. Mm. And I kept hitting and tamping that pen and rubbing it to warm it. So <laughs> I said the complete opposite today. Okay. Wow. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed. Right? Wow. <laughs> but, wow. hey, everything's for a good reason. I looked at it in, in, in that regard, and I said, you know, just when you think you know something, you got it down to a science. It's, it's a way life has a way of teaching us. Yeah. You right. know, yeah. things right. you, you think you you know what's going to happen. It just happens the complete opposite <laughs> way. And, <laughs> yep, and life will teach you. That's it. That's it. Yes, she will. She will show you where barley grows. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. Right. Yes, indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. and if you if you live long enough, you'll find out where oats, peas, and beans grow too. Mm. Yeah. All right, I, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right, y'all. I gotta bank okay. out. I gotta bank out. I gotta go put my charge to bed. I okay, hear you. Mr. I understand. Good night. Good night, Mr. Boston, Master Scott. And thanks right. so much. Awesome, You're welcome. Awesome, awesome, awesome interview. Thank you. Thank you, friend. All right. Thanks for having me. love. Okay. Good night. Good night to all. Peace and blessings, everyone. Thank you, honey. Peace and blessings. And for those of you that are tuning in, we're signing out for tonight. Episode 86 of the Exceptional Scribble Show has now just maxed. It's reached its climax. It's not over, though. We're just saying, till next time, join us again. Be back on next week because we will be here. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on next week, which is December the 8th. Join us. Do not miss out. You won't want to miss out. We're in for a treat. I'm not going to let the cat out the bag. Tune in next Tuesday and you'll find out what it's all about. The Exceptional Scribble Show. Love you much. Peace and blessings to all. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.